This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, November 8th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Voters in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware will be joining fellow Americans across the country for the 2022 midterm elections today, November 8th. Polls in Pennsylvania and Delaware are open from 7 a.m. until 8 p.m. Polls in New Jersey are open from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. As the election looms, it's a full-court press to ensure things go smoothly today. In Philadelphia, a hotline was activated. So people can report any issues they see at the polls. You can call 215-686-VOTE. You know why this is a special day, too, Kathy? Why? The end of the, co- the yes. political commercial. I know. Oh. I know. The end of the political commercial. <laughs> no, don't let them end. No. I love them. Oh, stop it. I, I, I want to. I just want to channel nonstop yeah. of those things. Oh my god. Oh my so god. Jeopardy in real time. Oh my god. And <laughs> Jesus. It, and it has been worse than I think I've ever experienced. Yeah. As far as back-to-back ads go, like one after another, I've seen some for the same candidate. For the same candidate. Back-to-back. I've determined that all of them are scumbags. That's it. Because well, that's it. This guy stinks. They they all stink. Yep. Mm-hmm. Give me my Jeopardy back. Yep. On Monday, District Attorney Larry Krasner, Police Commissioner Danielle Outlaw, and the Philadelphia City Commissioners and others gathered on Independence Mall. They want people to know that they are working with federal partners to ensure there is no intimidation at the polls and that uh, any issues will be handled quickly. They are asking people who witness anything strange at the polling places to call their hotline that they've set up. Now, residents of New Jersey can also report any issues by calling one eight seven seven. NJ voter. Kathy, you had a question. Is it legal to hand out money to get people to vote? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just didn't know. I mean, like, it's I a gray area. It's a gray area. area. Yeah, yeah. I really don't know how they can intimidate you because when you go into the machine, you're they don't know who you're voting for. Yeah, but what they'll do is reach under and pants you. Oh, you can't. <laughs> You can't yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Those, no, those aren't full-body curtains. full-body no, curtains. Right. Yeah, so, and then you got to walk wow. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do remember, though, as a kid going into uh, the polling booth with my mom and, like, pulling the The, the lever. lever, really? Yeah. The vote lever. Yeah. What I used yeah. to do, Kathy, I'm sure you used to do, is you'd bring some clothes you wanted to try on. And, <laughs> and do that in there. <laughs> uh, from information in Delaware, you can visit their state's website. Sir, you can only take six <laughs> items in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> how, does, how, do, how does this look? <laughs> is, this, is this a little too garish? Sir, you're supposed to vote. (laughs) Some of uh, Pennsylvania's largest counties were among those working Monday to help voters fix mail-in ballots that have uh, fatal flaws, such as incorrect dates or missing signatures on the envelopes used to send them in. Election officials in Philadelphia and Allegheny County, which includes Pittsburgh, uh, announced measures that they were taking in response to the state Supreme Court orders in recent days that said mail-in ballots may not be counted if they lack accurate handwritten dates on the exterior envelopes. The Department Department of State said it was unclear just how many ballots are at issue across the state. Officials said some counties were not letting voters fix their mistakes. Ahead of Tuesday's midterms, uh, more than a million mail-in and absentee ballots have already been returned in Pennsylvania, with Democrats far more likely than Republicans to vote by mail. The numbers are large enough that they might matter in a close race, such as the contest between Democrat John Fetterman and Republican Mehmet Oz that could determine majority control of the U.S. Senate. Acting Pennsylvania Secretary of State Lee Chapman on Monday urged mail-in voters who think that they may have made technical errors
voters to contact their county election offices. If the county won't let them fix the problem, they should go to their local polling place on Tuesday and request a provisional ballot, she said. Philadelphia and Allegheny counties uh, election officials posted online the names and birth years of voters who have sent in ballots in envelopes that either lack signatures, any date, or are potentially incorrectly dated. Uh, those voters can fix their ballots in person at the election office or vote provisionally at their regular polling place. Mail-in ballots uh, should have been received by 8 or 8 a.m. this morning, so at this point officials are urging people who have not mailed it so far uh, to deliver them to election offices or drop boxes by hand. You know, it was disgusting that there <clears throat> some of the tallies coming in on how much is spent for just the campaign, for just this process. Oh, my God. That is spent on, you talk yeah. about the ads. Yeah. How how many of the of the country's ills could we take care of oh. by focusing that money on that? Right here. Right Camp, here. Camp out for hunger. Camp out for hunger. You could you could put yeah. that money towards feeding people. How about that? It yeah. just it gets ignited. I know. And you know I feel crazy. like I, even more so this time, Steve, the the uh, ads were by like the parties and not the candidates. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it wasn't like, you know, I'm Casey Boy and I approve of this message. There were less of yeah, those. You're right. Casey, I saw one political ad was I'm Carrot Top and I use props. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that doesn't even make any political sense. No. You can't we already even, know that. You can't even vote on that. Yeah. That's weird. And then he approved his own ad. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. So I never saw this happen before. Tell me if you guys did. But the drawing for the $1.9 billion Powerball jackpot uh, was delayed as lottery officials worked to complete required security protocols. Yeah. So in a statement released Monday night, lottery officials noted that one participating lottery is still processing its sales and play data. Powerball rules state that all requirements must be met by all 48 lotteries before the drawing takes place. When those are completed, the drawing will be performed. Officials say they likely won't know the results of the drawing until sometime this morning. The winning numbers and video of the drawing will be posted to the Powerball website and YouTube channel. Okay, okay, so the, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, so so the, the numbers have already been drawn, but they just haven't well, been... Well, if they completed it last night, we don't know if, oh. if everybody completed. If they did, then yeah, they, they did the drawing, but there's, and the, it will come out this if morning. You, okay. If you go to the Powerball site, it says results pending. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So I just it was confused as to whether they went ahead with uh, dr- pulling the numbers. I don't know. Who? They, ah, hell. hell well, I think I that's. Don't know. I think that's the point. They can't pull the numbers unless all forty-eight lotteries uh, meet the requirements. Okay. So, it, has, and, has there ever been a dystopian science fiction based on the inability to pull the Powerball <laughs> and every go, everyone going freaking nuts? Yeah. Just yeah. burning the entire country down. down. <laughs> Players are advised to hold on to their tickets. Obviously, the record lottery jackpot is worth at least $1.9 billion. Do you all have I do. Yes. tickets? Yep. Yeah, yeah. yep. I've bought them for the last, like, five or six yeah. drawings. Right, I, keep, right. I keep buying them. Yeah. I'm going to, you know. We're going to win. Yeah. And if, yeah. And, One of us. Uh, you guys can have fun here at the camp out without me. <laughs> we had a, uh, a, a, a pool of people from the, the radio station oh, yeah? last yeah. week. We uh, I didn't like, get the memo on that. Uh, well, you know, it was in the email. Was it? I, don't I, I didn't see. I don't read our emails. I don't think anymore. there was. I don't actually think there was got, an email. I, I never got the the email that the that the office has moved. Yeah. <laughs> you still uh, go to the old building? Uh, so I was walking through the sales form when I saw uh, uh, Connor collecting money. I'm like, here you go, buddy. Technically, our Connor. Yeah, technically, no. is that illegal for an office to do that, or is that only in matters of sports betting? You know where you do. You're asking me the yeah. law of the land. I have, nah. I have no. Well, and here's the ah, and, and this ah, this is the problem because all of us were like, hey, we, we didn't know about that. We wouldn't right. in on that. 
Yeah. See, hence, we have grounds for a lawsuit yeah. if somebody wins. So uh, when Paula yeah. Decker wins, is it legal? Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you get two numbers uh, and one of them's not the Powerball, it's not you don't get anything, right? If you get, um, I got I, two over the weekend. I don't. You know what, Nick? No. I think it's got to be at least four. Okay. I think I, you know what? I don't know. I'm. Ah, I'm, I'm ah, hell. No. I don't you know. know. I didn't know till most recently that it had to be in the correct order. Really? Yeah. Figure out the numbers. Yeah, but it it has to be the right order. Do you get anything if it's not in that order? No, 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 no. no. no, He's joking. Oh, oh. yeah. (laughs) That was from Dumb and Dumber. They they had the all the numbers in the in the Powerball or the lottery. He's like, oh man, we got all the numbers, just not in the right order. Oh, so they don't have to be in the order. (laughs) They do not have to be in the order. Well, I'm so glad that I'm in line with Dumb and Dumber. Great. That's the news lady. Yeah. How about we do sports now? All right. The Sixers beat the Phoenix Suns 188 last night in South Philly. Yes. Joel Embiid had 33 points and 10 rebounds in his return after missing three games with the flu. And George Niang scored 21 points on 7 for 10 shooting on three-pointers. Tobias Harris added 21 points. And Tyrese Maxey had 11 to help the Sixers win for the second time in six games. The Sixers are on the road on Thursday with the game in Atlanta against the Hawks at 7.30. The Flyers are back at home tonight and will host the St. Louis Blues. 11 games into the season, the Flyers are 6-3-2, and two, while the Blues have lost seven straight games and are 3-7. and seven. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. In Monday Night Football, the Baltimore Ravens beat the Saints last night in New Orleans. Uh, Kenyon Drake rushed for 93 yards and two touchdowns. Justin Houston had an interception, and the Ravens beat the Saints 27-13. to And in baseball news, the Phillies picked up the 2023 option on pitcher Aaron Nola's contract, which is worth $16 million. Pitcher Zach Eflin has become a free agent after he declined his side of the $15 million mutual option that he had in his deal. And the Phillies declined a $17 million contract option for 2023 on second baseman. Gene Segura, and he will become a free agent, too. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. I just have one question this morning. Where did you get that toasted coconut donut, Casey? I just, it was um, sitting outside, uh, the door out there. On the ground? Yeah, on the ground. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, okay. Well, what, okay, you, you can have lost, that, little then. Fella? Yeah. Yeah. Are you lost? Yeah. No, Duncan has a whole setup in the back. They, they've got uh, donuts back there. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't uh, go back there. Yeah, they had uh, breakfast sandwiches yesterday. So now, now I'm in the mood for donuts. Yeah, and especially a toasted coconut donut. No, so. I think my here you is might, that the last one. It might, might have ah. been the only one. No, well, I, I'm sure I can dig one up. Hopefully, I can. You probably can. Uh, well, we welcome everyone here in our tent this morning to the camp out for hunger. Thank you guys for being here early. Oh, God. These early risers, Preston, are wonderful people. Wonderful people, and they came with signs and all kinds of good stuff. We got some, uh, uh, look at all these signs here. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Sucking on a chili dog. Uh, These guys are great. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you guys for being here this morning. Uh, We do have some things in store that uh, hopefully are going to go well. We have no idea until we actually try to try these things, whether they go well or not. Well, once we do the show and then everything is sort of in a fluid state and the amount of uh, hoop jumping that was attempted yesterday uh, with varying results, uh, we'll talk about that later. We're actually going to try some jumping this morning uh, with an event that takes place. Hopefully they will uh, arrive with the apparatus that we need later on. I'll give you the details on that, but we do have 
kind of a stunty outdoor thing that we're working on. Uh, I do want to mention that we have some hourly spotlights today, 6 o'clock hour, sponsored by Wisfis Bank, WSFS, a proud sponsor of the President Steve Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, Wisfis Bank, we stand for service, so we thank those guys. You're going to hear a lot of uh, different mentions of thank yous throughout the course of the entire week because uh, we can't put on this event without a lot of support. And we do have quite a bit of that, so uh, we're going to give lots of love. And, in fact, um, one of the uh, sponsors is, you know, we have live bands here every yes. morning. Uh, Philadelphia Pretzel Factory has sponsored our stage oh. over here. So we thank Philadelphia Pretzel Factory. We love them. Uh, for being a part of the event. And I'll uh, mention the, the band in just a moment because we're in for a treat today. Uh, but a couple of things to mention. We do have our Word of the Week prize. We have beer for a year. Victory Brewing Company has given that away. Yeah. Letter of the Day comes up at the end of the show. And uh, we have various donations and some guests on by. We're going to have live music today uh, besides uh, our house band. But uh, G Love is coming by this yeah, morning. That's awesome. And he will perform. And we're expecting him in the 9 o'clock hour. So that's going to be pretty cool. Always great when we can have a band or a performer come by and give us some live music. So. And the thing, as we're reminding people, we are back. Full camp out for hunger. Obviously, there's an audience here right now. You can come down and watch everything and be a part of it. And we encourage you to make your donations as you used to. If you if you want to bring down food or pick up food here or make cash donations, we just want to see you come down. It's been a while and we miss you. Yep, most definitely. So uh, make the opportunity or take the opportunity to make some time and come down and be a part of this. And don't forget some uh, evening activities that are taking place. Well, number one, Pierre Robert broadcast live, Brent Porsche broadcast live. Uh, and then tomorrow night we have have the uh, food trucks and fireworks event. The amusement park rides were going crazy last night. Yeah, yeah. Sixers game, so people were coming by here. Night flyers. Yep, so uh, please, if you're going to the game, stop by here and uh, jump on and ride from Skelly's Amusements. Yeah. We got a pep rally this afternoon for the flyers, too. Yes. Gritty's going to be here. Here. That's right, and we're going to have tickets to give away for Saturday's game, which is the game against Ottawa, and Claude Giroux will be back in town. What time is the pep rally? Start around 4.30, go to okay. about 5, uh, 5.30 or so, uh, depending. They actually have to go back across the street to work tonight, but uh, yeah, Gritty's going to be here this afternoon. That's fantastic. All right, so I had mentioned that we do have a house band this morning. You guys are in for a treat, and I'm going to cue them in just a moment, but we love these guys. They've been coming out for years. Uh, Jameson is our live band this morning. Yeah, yeah. Giving awesome. us a little bit of Irish flavor. Uh, so we thank uh, Frank and company. I'll make sure I get uh, big love to those guys throughout the course of the morning, but they'll be taking us in and out of the segments, and if you come down here and hang out during our tent, they're going to be entertaining you guys while we're in between segments, and uh, uh, and that's that. So, yes. uh, so you guys ready to take a break yes, and, and come yeah. back in a second? So I'm going to strike up the band. They're going to play. We'll return. You can come and see us live here in South Philly. Camp out for hunger on the President Steve Show. We'll be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
Hey, by the way, I want to point out, uh, in Jameson, I was talking to the, the, the drummer, Paul. Uh, he's only been with the band since August, I believe he was oh. telling me. Uh, had, he and his wife had their first baby just oh. a little while ago. Oh. I want to congratulate just, him. Just backstage. Yeah, just backstage, right back here. Wow. I had to clean up real quick. but uh, No, and he was saying, so he just joined this band uh, not that long ago, and they were playing one of their first gigs, and, and the band had told him, look, we, we don't stop playing during yeah, the set. Yeah, yeah. And he's, at, at, through their first, their first set played, he's like, oh. I didn't realize they really meant they never <laughs> stop playing through the entire, like, zero break. It's like one song into another. Sure, it's yeah. like this this uh, hour-long remix of just up-tempo, awesome music. That's so, great. Go and see Jameson. they got gigs coming up at Keswick Theater uh, at the American Celtic Christmas on December 17th. Uh, before then, though, November uh, 18th, they are going to be at the Village Pub in Sewell, New Jersey. Um, and you can check out uh, jamesoncr.com for any information on the band. All right, so... We're going to do a stupid question this morning. We are going to give away as a prize a pair of tickets to see uh, Vic DiPetito, who's going to be at the Keswick Theater on February 24th. Question we have for you this morning. Which gland is enlarged in the condition known as a goiter? Which gland yes. is enlarged yes. with a goiter? 215-263-WMMR. It's actually not even a goiter. It's a condition known as goiter. Oh, really? Yeah. What do that's... you call a family of goiters? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Gordier's? It's, a, it's a, a lump of goiters. A lump oh. of goiters. <laughs> All right. Murder of goiters. So call if you know the answer. 215-263-WMMR. I'll go through some birthdays while we're waiting for your answer. And we will celebrate the birth of Courtney Thorne Smith. I love her. Uh, yes, <laughs> you do love her. I love her, too. Melrose Place. Allie McBeal. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds Part 2. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Summer School. Summer School. That's right. Yep. She, she was also uh, the world according to Jim, yes? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, she's But I believe you. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. Uh, she is 55 today, as is um, Emmy-winning actress Alfre Woodard. She's great. Yeah, you remember her in uh, Scrooge and uh, Grand Canyon and uh, St. Elsewhere and 12 Years a Slave. She's been in tons she's of She's also in a uh, Star Trek movie, First Contact. That is correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah Captain America Civil War. That's um, right. Was she in Civil War? She played War? Captain yeah. America. No, she did not. No, she played the uh, the mother of the guy that was killed in um, Sokovia. Miss America. Oh, oh that's who, right. She confronts Robert Downey, or she confronts yeah. Tony Stark. Yeah. Oh, okay. She is 70 years old today. Uh, it's Tara Reed's birthday ah. today. Uh, Tara Reed turns 47. Yeah. I've, obviously, we got to know her in the American Pie movies. Thank you. are welcome. And uh, not sure what else she really did much. She, Sharknado. She was, she she was Sharknado. Sharknado. She was Sharknado. That's right. She had a run of like three or four movies. Oh, my God. By the final <laughs> Sharknado, she had the ability to fly because she had been turned into like a bionic version of herself. God. Uh, now that that trend lasted a few years because you had Sharknado, you had uh, Mega Shark, Lava Lantula, Lava <laughs> they, they were huge. Jay got into those. I had to watch every one of those terrible movies. Uh-huh. Like the flying sharks was like, I, I, like what is <laughs> oh, happening right Sharknado now? Sharknado is just it was great and Ian Ziering and uh, they had yeah. there was just tons of guests. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know. I, I bought into it for a while. I had a friend who worked with her on a movie. She's an actress, and uh, she said she was great. She oh, looked that's cool. very nice, very friendly. Uh, she's 47 today. Uh, Parker Posey, love her. Yeah. Uh, she is. Uh, she's a mainstay in the Christopher Guest movies like A Mighty Wind and Best in Show and Waiting for Guffman. Well, waiting for Guffman, one of the funniest scenes, it's just a throwaway scene where she's sitting there barbecuing one chicken wing. Yeah, she has the entire barbecue fired up and she just has one <laughs> tiny little chicken wing so on So sad. There. Yep. I'll always have the Dairy Queen. Always have the Dairy Queen. <laughs> uh, she is 54 today. Speaking of sad, Leif Garrett's birthday is today. Oh, man, you ready for a bomb? Yeah, that was... 
was uh, the behind the music uh, on uh, VH1. Uh, they dove into the world of Leif Garrett and why his his life was such a tragedy. We had a personal experience. We share this story all the time. He was in our studio. And yeah. It was shortly after that whole thing had taken place, uh, and he was in with uh, the band, the Melvins, who are kind of a, a, a punk mainstay. And he sang on the air. This is at Y100 on the air. He sang "Smells Like Teen Spirit" with the Melvins playing. Uh, the back as being the backing band, and it was horrible. It was unlistenable, oh, no. and he knew it yeah. was horrible. He, in fact, he said something I couldn't even say on the air. He said it yeah. sucked. Wolf, werewolf <laughs> D D. Yeah, and uh, he went and he sat in the stairwell of our offices and just kind of moped for a while. He was actually oh. crying. A little he was bit. upset. And yeah. One of our interns went out and sat next to him and put her arm around him. Seriously, I swear yeah. to God. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, but he was a nice enough guy. He was. He was. Uh, he is 61 today. Uh, singer Ricky Lee Jones. Remember Chucky? Chucky's in love. In love. Uh, she's 68. Uh, the great Bonnie Raitt has her birthday. Today. I love Bonnie Raitt. Me too, man. One of the best concerts I ever saw was Bruce Hornsby and Bonnie Raitt. And not that long ago, we had uh, the girls from Larkin Poe in our studio. They were obviously singing the praises of Bonnie Raitt yeah. because they're right in line with that. Uh, type of bluesy pop and rock music, right? Uh, and so they were uh, they were going is on. It your your sister's favorite song is uh, oh, "I Can't Make God. You." God, yeah, she broke up. This guy broke up with my sister, <laughs> and that song, which by the way is, it's just insanely depressing. Yes. Uh, and she would just listen to that on a constant loop, <laughs> as if that would make her feel better. Yeah, yeah. it's going to make me feel good. Yep. I have a, a, a chill mix on my uh, on my iPod, and that came on when I was working out at the gym one time. Yeah, and I got to tell on, you, empty the tank. Well, what's surprising, and what I found out there was that, like, I don't need like kick ass pump pumped up music to to work out. No, you I don't. really don't. Like, I, I just need. So music, yeah, yeah. purposely put on your chill mix yeah. while you're working out, and then that one came on in particular. I'm like, this is if, if people in here saw what I was, you know, heard what I was listening yeah. to right now, it'd just be ridiculous. What but, exercise were you doing at the time? Um, I think at that time I actually might have been doing a wall sit. Okay, yeah. All right, but that's not bad. Nah, uh, Bunny Ray is 73 today. Jack Osborne's birthday is today as well. And he turns uh, 37 years old. We just had him on. He has those paranormal shows. Yeah, that's kind of become his thing. That's his thing. Right. And uh, he did he just have a baby? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Because he's had a couple of kids now, and I think I remember seeing something about that not that long ago. The last birthday on my list is Gordon Ramsay. Oh. Uh, Hell's Kitchen. And I happened to eat at one of his uh, restaurants in Atlantic City. How was it? It was fantastic. It was great. So he ju they just opened up a Hell's Kitchen in Atlantic City. Correct. And it kind of mimics the, uh, the, the set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a fully open kitchen yeah. like in the series. Yeah, you get a look at, at exactly what's going on while they're preparing right, the meal. Right. I would like to check that place out. Yeah, so that one was at Harris, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, Steve, dude, do you go to any of those like big casinos down there? The the, the restaurants are they're amazing. Awesome. They're yeah. a big draw. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, we we had Gordon on a couple times. I remember the first time we were going to have him on, I was like, "Oh man, this guy he's so mean. I don't know." <laughs> yeah, I know. He was, was great. He was a sweetheart. I yeah. love the sh I yeah. love Hell's Kitchen. I mean, yeah. what kills me though is that these accomplished chefs go on the show. The one thing you need to learn how to make is risotto. <laughs> that, yeah, that his that thing. Is big stick in the ass. Right. But it's good. It's good. <laughs> it's yeah. good. So Gordon is 56 years old today. So happy birthday to everybody celebrating birthday today on the 8th day of November. Uh, we're going to go to the phone and see if we can get an answer to this. Which gland is enlarged in the condition known as goiter? I've just always liked the sound goiter. of that word. Goiter. Oh, boy. Uh, we're going to go to Catherine. Hi there, Catherine. 
Hi, good morning. Uh, Catherine, do you know which gland is enlarged in a condition known as goiter? Is that the thyroid? The thyroid gland is correct! Oh. Hold on, Catherine. We got Jeff Hair Chicken C, Vic Deep Petite Deep Potato. Potato. Gepetto. At the Keswick Theater on uh, February 24th. Tickets go on sale uh, Friday, by the way. Details at keswicktheater.com. All right, I have some entertainment stories. That's what we do at this point in the day, so I'm going to go uh, through a few of them. We'll start with this one. Yesterday, Rebel Wilson announced she is officially a mom. Uh-huh. Uh, the actress posted a photo of the baby girl she welcomed to the world recently via surrogacy, and she wrote, Beyond proud to announce the birth of my first child, Royce Lillian. <laughs> Uh, born this past week via surrogate. And I can't even describe the love I have for her. She's a beautiful miracle. I am forever grateful to everyone uh, who has been involved. You know who you are. Uh, this has been years in the making. Now, does she, said, she have a partner? She uh, does. She yeah. does, yeah. yes. In fact, they just announced the other day that they are not engaged. No. Contrary okay. to reports that they were engaged. Kathy, it's, it's Tom, a... Tom Sizemore. No, no, <laughs> oh. it's, it's, no it's this um, It's this a woman, woman right? That, yeah, okay. She's known for a while, and they... Just took it to the next level. Okay. Uh, Wilson said, but particularly wanted to thank my gorgeous surrogate who carried her and birthed her with such grace and care. Thank you for helping me start my own family. It's an amazing gift. The best gift. What's what's the usual, uh, and I don't know if there is a usual, the the average price if you're going to pay a surrogate to do this. It's fairly costly, is it not? I would say tens of thousands of dollars. Maybe somewhere between maybe 50 and 100. There's also like... Legal, right? You know, like if, I think you have to go. Th- well, you go through, you know, like an agency. I, I know somebody who went through an agency. The uh, it didn't take, so they paid all this money and they didn't end okay. up with a baby. And so she did it like separate on her own. She reached out to the surrogate, and so they had some sort of agreement. But I don't. I think that's kind of rare. Yeah, I think it would have to be a fair amount. I mean, because you are putting yourself at, in in a certain amount of risk by doing yes. it. I mean, there could be you know complications Absolutely. and things like that. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the numbers are, but I would imagine it's got to be. You know, it's got to be worth your while. Well, I know. I wonder too if the partner is going to be mom also. Like, did they say that they? Not yet. So, so I'm not sure. I don't know what at stage. And, and I found that kind of interesting too, Kathy. Is is maybe Rebel had this in mind even before she right. got into a relationship right, with this right. person. So I'm not really sure. Uh, the actress had added uh, saying. I'm ready to give little Roycey all the love imaginable, and I'm learning quickly. Much respect to all the moms out there. Proud to be in your club. But Royce is an interesting name. You don't yeah. hear that often, yeah. especially for a girl. I always thought of that as, as a, you know, uh, a masculine name, but that's cool. Also, so. you don't have to put the Y at the end of every, everyone's yeah. name. Mm-hmm. Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. In the weeks before Queen Elizabeth's death, uh, the late monarch had found a new pal in Tom Cruise, according what? to a report. Yeah. According to Page Six, she and the Top Gun actor really hit it off over the summer. Uh, source told the They British... did some uh, dog fights over yeah. England, Preston. Uh, source told the British media outlet that the Queen's Platinum Jubilee celebrations that marked her 70th anniversary on the throne uh, had been attended by Cruise. Huh. However, the ailing royal... One is, was unable to meet with the Mission Impossible star as she was suffering from mobility issues. Uh, the Queen did let it be known <laughs> that she was really desperate. Uh, or no, not desperate, disappointed. I'm desperate. I'm so horny for you. Not to have met Tom at the pageant. Uh, so he was invited to have a special tour of Windsor Castle with everything laid on for him. Uh, afterwards, just the two of them had tea together. Mm. Did you figure Do it you out? Do you like yet? them well? 
the visit was a success with Cruz given the chance to fire a ceremonial gun while he was there. God damn it! <laughs> I meant outside! <laughs> <laughs> loud, right? Holy crap! Uh, he said, the source said she loved seeing him and they really hit it off so much so that she invited him back for lunch. Uh, he was even allowed to fly in by helicopter. Uh, she uh, apparently, I don't know, I don't know if this is true, liked action movies. So she was a big Bond fan as well, and she had a, a, a kind of a fun relationship with Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. So uh, this newly formed relationship uh, could have continued with a lunch date, but it could not, as Queen Elizabeth died on she, September eighth. She also loved South American snuff films uh, before <laughs> yeah. they could reunite. Cruz had spoken of his admiration for the Queen during a television interview that happened before the Platinum Jubilees gallop through history at Quine Pageant in May. He had said, "She's just a woman that I greatly admire. I think she is someone who." Has has tremendous dignity, and I admire her devotion. What she has accomplished has been historic, he had said. But they, they could have uh, they could have been buddies. They could have gotten married. They could have, for yeah. all we know, they could have gotten married. Angela Bassett appeared on the Kelly Clarkson Show on Monday and shared that the cast of Black Panther Wakanda Forever visited Chadwick Boseman's grave together before they started filming. Question, Casey, did you, I heard you might go see that movie last uh, night. Was, did you? Nah, no, I didn't. Okay. I was going to. Uh, the producers and directors had rented a plane, she said, and we all flew to South Carolina and we went to visit uh, together his resting place, which is really nice. Uh, she said it was a beautiful day. His uncles were there, his cousins. We just spoke from our heart about him, uh, how we felt about him, our times with him. That was really, really lovely, a great way to just begin uh, because we miss him terribly. He was so uh, perfect for that role. I know. You know? And uh, I'm glad that they're going to bring back the character, uh, but, um, you know, it, it was just a... Lightning in a bottle. Yep. He, his career was short but impactful. Angela Bassett said, and uh, then when we got to the set, it was like, okay, we've had this moment of coming together, and now we've got to work, and that's what he would want for us. So I don't know anything about the comics or anything like that, but the, the underwater people? The, uh, the Submariner. Submariner. Okay. Prince Namor is, is, now they've changed the pronunciation, and they've changed what he's like. So they call him Namor instead of Namor, and he's more... Um, it, it seems different because uh, Submariner is one of my favorite characters growing up. He, he just is, he, is he Aquaman cool essentially, he's, or he's a more pissed off Aquaman? Okay, yeah. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, speaking of pissed off, spoke to the Hollywood Reporter. Nothing before, over. Uh, well, apparently it is because he's not going to be Rocky Balboa in Creed Three. Nothing is over. So huh? that is over. Uh, uh, he said that's a regretful situation because I know what it could have been. Uh, it was taken in a direction that is quite different than I would have taken it, meaning the plot of the film. Uh, he was so good in those movies. Yeah. And uh, that and, and Rocky Balboa. Yep. You know, tremendous. Uh, he said it's a different philosophy. Uh, the producer, Erwin Winklers and Michael B. Jordans, he said, I wish them well, uh, but I'm much more of a sentimentalist. I like my heroes getting beat up. But I just don't want them going into that dark space. I, I just feel that people have enough darkness. So I'm not sure exactly what all that means. I have watched the trailer for it, and an old friend of his returns yeah. And, yeah. and is a fighter, and he's going to take him on. And uh, and, and I guess they, he had been a, there's a little bit of a criminal, criminal element to him or something it's, like that. It's basically Stomp the Yard. Oh, is that what it is? Plot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Stallone also revealed in the interview that despite having created Rocky Balboa, uh, he has never had any rights to the character, despite asking Winkler about that. He said, it's never going to happen. Yeah. It was a deal that was done unbeknownst to me by people that I thought were close to me, and they basically gave away whatever rights 
that I would have had. He said, at the time, I was so excited to be working, and I didn't understand this is a business. He said, who knew that Rocky would go on another 45 years? I never used one line of dialogue from anyone else, and the irony is is that I don't own any of it. He had gone off on Instagram about this. It's one of the rare times you see him get, or I saw him get, you know, tangibly yeah, he said the people who have done literally nothing control it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's got to suck. But, like, in cases where you turn over a music library or something like that, that's it. It's gone. Yeah, but you've knowingly done that. Yeah, you right, know, yeah. Uh, this happened, and, and he didn't realize what, like what the repercussions It upset me. It upset you? It made me very sad. I'm sorry to hear that. It was kind of like in the in the Doors movie when exactly. uh, when they turned that the Come On Baby Light My Fire into that commercial. <laughs> Come on, baby, light my fire. That was into a tire. Yeah. <laughs> Ride my tire or something yeah. like that. Um, wait, I just want to point, I just point something out really quick. I'm looking at the screen. Uh, yeah. Every Every time we talk, we, we pop up on this screen. Yes. Steve has a black background, and he's got a black shirt. So every time he pops oh, up, he no, looks wait. like a floating head. Is it just head. a head? It looks like a, a floating, floating head, head with, like, a little <laughs> bit of writing. <laughs> Kathy, that's... What do you want to know? <laughs> I hear all. I see all. <laughs> Kathy, any questions? <laughs> You're like Jombie. <laughs> hey, I got to put my hand down. <laughs> my vitiligo. There you go. <laughs> Dude, even your headphones kind of blend in. <laughs> what do you want to know? Oh my Wait, God. Do I have, let me give you the effect here. Let me see what I got. Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 Some reverb. Da, yeah. Yeah. I'm here for you. <laughs> All that you desire. Come down to the camp out and see Steve, the floating head, I will, live I in person. Do it. Yes. You see it on YouTube. <laughs> oh, All right, uh, back in August, by the way, back to Stallone. Yes. If you don't mind. Oh, yeah, it's a oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. It's it's not over yet. Uh, Nothing's over. So Stallone took to Instagram back in August to slam uh, Winkler and Dolph Lundgren Do you know for developing a spinoff of Lundgren, Lundgren's uh, Ivan Drago character for uh, from Rocky Four behind his back. That's right, right. Stallone is getting back at the No, he's actually joining the band Creed, Preston. Oh, I did yeah, not know yeah. that. Uh, but he's patched things up with Lundgren. He said, I'm actually calling him today because he underwent some kind of ankle situation. Uh, he's, I don't know what that means. Uh, the Dolph thing. My ankles. I can't walk in these heels. <laughs> the, he said the Dolph thing again. It looks like a pump. This is a, but it feels it like, like a sneaker. Yeah, but uh, he said this is a classic case of them going around and trying to continually cherry pick aspects of Rocky without even asking me if I want to join him. What is this? This is Creed. <laughs> got the news today. <laughs> I didn't know he was joining. That would be great if Stallone were the lead singer of Creed. I'm not appearing in Creed 3, no way. <laughs> that would suck if you're, if the, you're, that yeah. got you everything. Your yeah. iconic and character. You had no sway over it. I yeah. thought you meant that would suck if Sly joined Creed. <laughs> no, that would be great. <laughs> I beg to differ. Yeah, I would finally go see them in concert. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did you anybody see the remix, uh, the re-edit of Rocky Four yet? I did. Is it good? I think it is a bit better. Because I, I loved Rocky Four, but I, it was of a time, and I was a child when I saw it, so. He, t- he takes out the robot, you know. Oh, yeah. oh man. Yeah. That, so that's gone. He makes it a little bit more, um, uh, he puts more subtext in it. Not, it's not a, a vast difference, but I think it, it makes it a little bit better. What about the speech at the end? That's there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What about the what? The, the speech. speech oh, at the end. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you don't like me none. Yeah. That's one of the best parts. Yeah. yeah. But now I'm in the band called Creed. Uh, 
and I hope you support it and look for it at your local record store. You do have them in Russia, don't you? I'm not sure if you have record stores in Russia. But I would like, I don't know what you play records on. Maybe it's technology we don't even have. Like you put it in something that looks like a washing machine. I don't know what you communist people do. But there's some beautiful songs. And yeah. I think you would like it. Well, we don't like you much neither. So. I know you don't like me much, not neither. But except that I am the improv that's been come to know. <laughs> All right, so Stallone's not happy about uh, Creed 3. Uh, you mentioned Aquaman, and uh, now we're going to talk about Jason Momoa. Yeah. He introduced the newest addition to his family to fans on Sunday. He shared two videos to Instagram showing himself holding an, quote, all-Hawaiian, all-feral black pig, who he will either name uh, Lau Lau or uh, Manapua. This uh, isn't a pig for uh, the slaughter, is it? Uh, no, he's he's going to be going to be a pet. Right, but right. but both of those the the Lalau and Manapua are Pua are both names that refer to Hawaiian dishes made with pork. Oh no! But he he, he said, this is uh, "My cow, chopped meat." Yeah, Kathy, do you remember when you were in college? My friend Kevin, the 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 house, the I think it was a rugby house. They had a pig. They had a pet pig. His <laughs> name was Bacon. I va- yes, yeah. yes. There you go. Yes. Uh, so he said, this is why I can't work with animals. I want to bring them home. Oh. Wild and feral like his pops, he wrote. And he captioned one of the videos, or that's what he captioned. He said, uh, we can paint your nails pink and put a little top hat on you and take you to the Slumberland premiere. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Momoa's mother. <laughs> a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> that's crazy. Momoa's but You should get a dog like Stallone, not hey, a pig. Yeah. Butt kiss. Butt kiss. Yeah. Uh, Momoa's mother. I just bought a dog today. Uh, Momoa's mother commented on the situation from behind the scenes saying, I think that'd be a little over the top since you just got him. It'd be a bit and, much. And he replied, well, Mom, I'm, ki- I'm kind of over the top. And uh, he was cuddling the pig, and she joked and said, your beard feels like his over mother. Over the top's a Stallone movie. It is. Yeah. It's the arm wrestling I movie. The new version, I take on a pig. <laughs> um, yeah, hey, Steve, what's the difference between a wild and feral animal? Uh, the same, yeah, right? Good, I assume it's the same. Okay. A feral, uh, feral has no... They're not domesticated anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, in any way. So. Uh, but, um, you know, just on a side note, Preston, if you, I went to Mary Mead under, you know, Kathy, you recommended they go there for the, the Halloween stuff. Mm-hmm. They had this pig. Oh, my God, he's huge. I love that pig. I keep saying to Clara, please don't make this a pork pig because he's there. He's uh, he's got his thing. He's been there a really long time. Kathy, he was snoring so loud. So loud. And it's just Clara and I standing there looking at him, and he literally, like, like almost his eyes seem to look at us and say, was I snoring? (laughs) I swear to God, that's what it looked like, his face. By the way, Steve, they are bringing us ice cream tomorrow. Keep it really? away from Preston. Yeah. No, no, really. You, you don't get any this year. <laughs> you guys. You got all of it last year. Nobody else took any. You we, stole it. We didn't know it was there because yeah. you took it you all. You hid it in the secret freezer. <laughs> it was the last day of the camp out. This is a big ice cream issue that happened last time. Mary Mead ice cream. He conveniently didn't tell anybody else that they brought us ice cream. By the way, bring the peanut butter and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Preston's might. He, 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 it can't be stolen if no one knows it's there. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, thank you, Steve, for having my back. That's uh, Franklin the pig, by the way. That's his uh, Franklin. 
time. Good. Keep uh, Franklin alive. On Sunday, Amy Schumer shared behind-the-scenes footage of her time hosting Saturday Night Live and revealed that her three-year-old son, Gene, was hospitalized recently with RSV. Now, I should have looked this up, and I didn't do it, but I don't know what RSV is. It's I a couldn't find it. Yeah. I think it's Condition. like a, it well, it's a respiratory virus. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, uh, Kathy, if you get it, like, aren't you susceptible to having it? Yes. For, like, the rest of your life? Yes. Oh, I'm not okay. sure. Yeah. So I was reading a little bit about it. That seems to be the case. Uh, so she said, this was the hardest week of my life. I missed Thursday rehearsals when my son was rushed to the ER and admitted for RSV. Shout out to all the parents going through this right now. Uh, I got to be with them the whole day at the hospital and the beautiful humans at uh, NBC SNL or Saturday Night Live. There you go. Just right Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I know. Uh, couldn't have been more supportive. Uh, my son is home and better. So happy that he's doing better. She too. said in the article that because kids haven't been as exposed to other kids over the past couple of years, that they didn't build up resistance to things like this. Uh-huh. And this hit, hit her son particularly hard. Uh, a couple more quick things. Uh, so, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Netflix has released a trailer for Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery uh-huh. yesterday. Uh, and the all-star cast includes Edward Norton, Janelle Monet, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr., Jessica Hunwick, uh, Madeline Klein, Kate Hudson, Dave Bautista, of course, Daniel Craig. Is it wild that the director and writer of that movie considers us at yeah. least... Friends. Friends, yeah. Brian Johnson, right? right? Yeah. Yes. He was super, super nice. We had him in a couple times, and uh, he was, uh, yeah, very excited to was be on our program. Substantive? Uh, Substantive, yeah. yes. yes. <laughs> uh, in the trailer, Norton's characters announces, uh, I've invited you all to my island because tonight a murder will be committed. My murder. Do you know? So uh, it's one of those. Nick had mentioned checking it out, and I did. The, uh, the Wild Orchid. Uh, no, uh, White, what is it? White uh, Lotus. White Lotus. Yeah. Wild Orchid, different thing. Uh, but uh, White Lotus is actually, it's, it's it's kind of, you know there's been a murder at the beginning, and you have to go all the way to the end to find out exactly who it is. Okay. And at any point, it's it's not your usual, it's not an episode of Columbo, but it's, uh, I, I found it really good, uh, Nick. It was, yeah, and yeah, they're into the second season now, but yeah, it's a bit of a murder mystery, and yeah. then, uh, you learn it's, about the characters it's not the way. Ma- Right, not mainly a murder right. mystery, but it's very cool. Steve, this concept kind of reminds me a little bit, and you, only you would know this in this room, but a uh, an old comedy called Murder by Death. Oh my God, yeah. Where uh, it was uh, Truman Capote, <clears throat> and he's like, yeah. someone's going to kill me right. tonight. Uh, and, uh, what was his name? Something Train. Uh, Lionel Twain. Lionel Twain. <laughs> Twain, yeah. And and it was Neil Great Simon movie. wrote that. Yeah. Great movie. Guys, I got some bad news. Wow. Franklin the Big Pig died. What? Oh. Wait, when? Uh, within the last year. No. It, well, no, it was, Steve was, saw it there like two weekends ago. That, did I see a, 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 a phantom pig? There is oh. a young, smaller... Ladies and gentlemen, please remove your hats. <laughs> Thank you. They all did. But they're all standing up. <laughs> Moment of silence for Franklin the Pig. This, Nick, this was just... Thank you all. Okay, I think that was one of his... Another enormous pig? That was one of his uh, offspring. And now, ladies and gentlemen, a tribute. Sylvester Stallone sings with Creed for Franklin. (laughs) A pig today. It made me happy in every way. And they have really good ice cream. Yeah, they do. Sad to hear. Well, and he just died by natural causes and didn't end up on the end of a. Uh... No, no, no. They they uh, slaughtered him. Oh, they ate. Oh, they ate him. <laughs> oh, yeah. right. they, I mean, they, come they on. Beat him to death with shovels. <laughs> okay, if it if it dies from natural causes, can you still eat it? A very uh, a very good question. I don't know. It might depend on what it dies from and how quickly you and find. What you consider natural causes yeah. being fed into Stop. a wood chipper. <laughs> Stop the creed, please. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Stop the creed. Stop the creed. Uh, I get. You know what? That's a good question. Any farmers here that can answer that question? If you just.
just find a uh, if, if an animal dies of natural causes, can you eat it? No, no farmers here. Sorry, you know what? About that. I assume a... they're out working the fields. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, somebody emailed me. Uh, they have a farm out in like it's towards Lancaster. I forget. Oh, it's, up, it's upstate, and the, the pigs can run around, and they're all wild and <laughs> oh, free. Shut up. <laughs> no, but uh, I don't know if they have animals. But when she said she's going to say hi when she gets here, so I'll, I'll ask. Okay, her. Yes, we'll ask her. <laughs> I'm, I'm legitimately curious now. All right, uh, a lot of texts coming in uh, about Franklin the pig, so R.I.P. All right, so who he is will be missed. The pig that is there is adorable and, and huge as well. We should pass out black armbands uh, for know, people yeah, that are coming yeah. by here and donating food today. <laughs> All right, uh, one, <laughs> one last thing. Uh, according to Deadline, the future of the Avatar franchise lies now in how Avatar, The Way of Water, uh, uh, performs at the box office this December because uh, director James Cameron recently said... Uh, the market could be telling us that we're done in three months, or we might be semi-done, meaning, okay, let's complete the story within movie three and not go on endlessly uh, if it's just not profitable. So, so they're, they're keeping it open. I know he's he stated for a long time there was going to be four movies. It depends on how it does. It could end up being three. We'll see. You know? I'm wondering. We had this conversation. Um, I'm going to see it, but I can't say that I'm super excited. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll go see it. So I wonder if he's just kind of reading the tea leaves and saying, will the excitement for this property continue? But then you have Casey, who's all in on it. Right. So, you know, there, there might be a big audience it, out there. It, quick, quick. Show applause. of hands. Yes. Who cares about the new Avatar movie? Show of hands. Not, Not one, one person one. has raised their hand. And they just stood up for the death of a pig. I know. So, you yeah, know. Yeah. Perspective. That puts it in perspective. Case, wow. it's just me and you on this yeah, one. Yeah, I forgot to raise my hand. I, I forgot to raise my hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm in. All right, you guys ready for clips? Let's do them, all right? Uh, the next exit, humanity in this. Uh, humanity confirms the existence of an afterlife, so a research scientist launches a study in which volunteers commit painless suicide. Ooh. In this clip, director uh, Molly Elfman explains how this story evolved over time. Hit it, Ryan. I think this, I mean, very much this is a project that uh, it was my light in the dark uh, through many different uh, experiences in my life. Whenever I was having a hard time, I started writing about 10 years ago, and whenever I was kind of caught in a dark place or unable to get through something, this is what kind of brought me out of it. Shut up, dummy. <laughs> Next exit is out in theaters now. By the way, somebody just texted and said, Next ice cream flavor at Marymead will be bacon flavored ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that could be. You can't waste that. No, nope. no, especially if it died of natural causes. Right. Door closes. <clears throat> Next clip. And another pig opens. Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me is an intimate study which spans Gomez's six-year journey into a new light. Oh, here, I guess the old light broke. I, what is the new light thing? Here, creator Selena Gomez talks about being able to open up about her struggles. All right, Ryan. I was able to say my diagnosis out loud for the first time, and it just it gave me such strength, and it really... It wasn't easy, and I think that's why I wanted the documentary to feel really personal. But I'm, I'm kind of scared. Like, a lot of people are going to see this whole other side of me. I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't think I want to see it. Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me, is out on Apple TV Plus now. You know way. what's weird about that? Uh, so she had a friend of hers donated a kidney, right? Mm -hmm. um, that girl is not in this documentary. There's no mention of her, n not even in the acknowledgments. Huh. So apparently there was some... You'd have to have one hell of a, uh, of a falling out yeah. to not acknowledge the person who essentially saved your life yeah. by giving you a kidney. 
I want my kidney back. I want my damn kidney back. And throw in the pig while you're at it. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yes, Case. Uh, I was told to point over to that screen. Oh, okay. Yeah. We have someone from Mary Mead Farm on the phone. Ah. So we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go now to uh, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Good morning. Hey, happy camp out. Oh, thank you, Kelly. We appreciate it. So sorry to hear about Franklin. What happened? Uh, Franklin. He was just an old man. He was, he was just, just an old man. man. He was a great life. Yeah. And he was time to go. <laughs> Did you guys eat him? Oh my God! No, of course not. Okay, good. All right. Well, who is who is the pig that uh, has taken his place? We have Mr. Arnold. Arnold. Oh. Yeah. Arnold's yeah. adorable. Is he just as big yeah, as Franklin was? Is he just as big as Franklin? Kathy asked. Um, he will be. Yeah, he's a black hog. Okay. He'll right, that so big. Is that a nod to Green Acres, Arnold Ziffel? Yes, it is. Oh, that's nice. great. All right, now, uh, Casey had a question. If if a if an animal like Franklin dies of natural causes, can you, if you feel the need to do so, could you harvest that meat from that animal? For your own personal consumption, yes. Okay. But not, like, in that... You, you couldn't serve it. Hand it out for, for Halloween. Like that. Yeah, they have, to, they have to be slaughtered in a specific way if you're going to serve it to people, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, especially, like, for rabbis and stuff. But... but it, <laughs> Pork? Yes. Uh, it would be. So the answer is yes, Casey. You yes. could do that. Well, by the way, we love Maramede. It's awesome. Yeah, and Kelly, um, just uh, out of curiosity, how much ice cream are you bringing tomorrow? <laughs> and uh, did you set aside separate ice cream for Preston? Um, I can bring however much we want. And, of course, he has his own special bag, so that way he can go uh, home with him. Thank nice. you. All right. Chocolate and peanut butter. Thank <laughs> you very much. All right. Thank you for the call, Kelly. Sorry about Franklin. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning. Excellent. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. There you go. Bye. Questions answered. And there we go. Porky Pig. Yeah, did you play it again, please, Casey, if you want. Thank you. Do pigs say that at the moment of death? They do. Yeah. At the end of it. Yeah. Uh, that's usually... That's usually the last thing they say. All right. Anyhow, the entertainment break is wrapped up. <laughs> it's great. It was too long. Uh, we have some stuff. It is. We have gone quite long. Uh, we have some other stuff that we're getting to uh, this morning. Uh, G Love is going to be performing. Yeah. We have live music in the studio, which is pretty awesome. And speaking of live music, I'm going to strike up the band because we're going to take a break. Jameson is here as our house band. We'll come back in a moment. They're on the Philadelphia Pretzel Factory stage. Come and see us at the Camp Out for Hunger. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve's 25th Annual Camp Out for Hunger. Supporting Phil Abundance at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Starting Monday, November 7th, they'll be live from inside the Bimbo Bakery's USA broadcast tent. Hey gang, your support has always been amazing and we're hoping you can help out again. Plus, we've missed your faces. Come enjoy some Dunkin' Coffee, have fun, and say hi. Donate non-perishable food items at our drive through drop-off with volunteers fueled by Pepsi. Or make a donation at WMMR.com and at the register of your local Acme Market. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Made possible by Coors Light and Ariglio Beverage. The Keystone Mountain Lakes Regional Council of Carpenters Local 158. Local 8 Stagehands. United Rentals Reliable On-Site Solutions. TRG Mid-Atlantic and the General Building Contractors Association. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. If, if you haven't been in our tent here at Camp Out for Hunger, it is voluminous. It is very large. And what no one told me 
is that we have a scissor lift that we could play with uh, in here. I didn't know we had that thing. There's some work being done on some light rigging and some audio uh, equipment up in the ceiling. Yeah, they just swapped out some lights, Preston. They pulled up a scissor lift and cranked it all the way to the roof. Hmm. Mm. Now we have to do something with that. You add height, and uh, you can uh, have some fun with that. So I don't know. We'll, we'll figure something out eventually. Uh, real quick, Marissa is out in the audience right now. And uh, what are we doing? Are we saying hi to somebody? Is that what's up, yes. uh, Casey? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have a bunch of people No, there was somebody with... in particular. You uh, you had put... There a was little girl. Was a girl. I want to say hi to this young lady right okay. here. Hi. Oh, my gosh. She's so nervous. <laughs> Let's go over here. Hi. 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 What's your name? Lucy. Lucy, you look familiar. Have you been here before? Do you answer? No. You don't have to look to your parent for that. You, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, Lucy, how old are you? I'm 11. 11 years old. Nice. Uh, are you? Oh, today's election day. No yeah. school. No oh, school. that'd be awesome. They so can bring the kids down here. That's awesome. Uh, who are you voting for, by the way? Nobody. Don't worry. Nobody. Yeah, I know, right? That would be illegal. Yeah. Uh, did you? What do you have in your hands there? I have a sign. What does it say on it? Go ahead. She's asking mom permission if she can say it. Must Unless be. you have the F word on it. Oh, yeah. It says, Casey, uh-huh. I also love ranch dressing on my pizza. Oh! Hashtag Delco. Delco. <laughs> you wrote, did you make that for Casey? Yes. Aww. And, and you're, you're a big uh, ranch dressing fan? Do you, is that the only way you'll eat pizzas with ranch dressing? Yes. Wow. Where did you hear about it? Putting ranch dressing on your pizza. I like it. Okay. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you need yeah, to know. I like man. it, yeah. What's with all the <laughs> that's questions? All you need to know, buddy. What are you, a cop? <laughs> hey, uh, what school do you go to? I go to uh, Drexel Hill Middle School. Nice, ah. excellent. And do you have any brothers or sisters? No. All right. Nice. You rule the roost. Good <laughs> yes. for you. You're the queen. All right. Well, and did you guys donate some food for Camp Out for Hunger? Yes. Awesome. Uh, thank, thank you so much. much. We appreciate it. I forgot the schools are closing. All right, let's hear for Lucy, everybody. Yeah. Love Lucy. Sweet little gal. Uh, Marissa, you see somebody else? What? Our sign wanna, folks? I mean, our sign folks back here? Yeah, we have some people that brought in some Who signs. Who wants to talk? Yeah, who's the talkative? Hey, how you doing? I'm Shane. Hey, Shane, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here, guys. Glad to be here. Who are you here with? I'm here with my girlfriend and my two sisters. Oh, wonderful. Where are you guys from? Uh, Delco, Chichester. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! I used to live in Upper Chai, That's man. Awesome. I know the hood. Yeah. yeah. Don Seasteaks. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, when I was there, the gangs were the T-Towns and the Hoovers. Are they still running around town? Yeah, they're still there. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's why we left Chai. No, anyway. Uh, no, you guys brought some signs. They are yeah, awesome. Man. Thank you. Uh, can you tell us what they say on oh, them? Sure. Uh, first, I got, I have Eugene. Eugene. Uh-huh, yes. All right, and then we have. I have three testicles. Oh, there we go. And Mark, yeah. Yo, yeah. Mark, yeah. That's a beautiful thing. And then they flip the signs over, and, we, and all three of them, over. all four of them, say "sucking on chili dogs." <laughs> That's so great. Do you have that song, Casey? Dude, it, for some reason, didn't uh, make the migration uh, over onto this sound system. Yeah, yeah. When, we, when we do live events, we have to take our equipment with us, and sometimes we have to, it, it, not everything makes it. I bet it. you Connor can probably pull it back yeah, up. Yeah, they the have station, it maybe, so. at the station. Yeah. Uh, anybody, guys, uh, well, thank you for coming down. Did you make a donation? Uh, yeah, we donated cash on the way in. Uh, nice. You're the best. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah. you for being here.
Great work. And listen, if you want to come down and, and make signs or wear costumes or whatever, we, we love that type of thing. It's become kind of a tradition here now. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's a let's make a deal vibe. All right, before we move on, because there's another tradition I want to talk about that's taking place tomorrow. But before uh, we do that, and uh, I'm excited about this, uh, our friends from uh, QVC are making a donation. Unfortunately, they can't be here in person, so they've asked me uh, to present the donation. That's an honor. It is an honor. Uh, And, of course, you know them as a world leader in video commerce, and they're, you know, in in, uh, West Goshen, and they're they're in our area. They're Westchester, technically. But QVC is massive. And listen, if you've never been and taken a tour of the facility... It's badass, man. So uh, my wife and I, we got into the QVC thing, QVC thing ordering, you know, because you can... Because it's, it's so I'm easy. I'm on board, Kathy. <laughs> and, uh, and so it's great. Yeah, when you go down and see the facility, it's sprawling. So they sent us a statement and they said, as a, re- a resident of the greater Philadelphia area, QVC is a proud sponsor of Camp Out for Hunger and is so grateful to fill abundance for the incredible, important work that they do in our community. And while QVC wasn't able to join us here in person today, they're very excited to announce that they will be making, listen to this, a $50,000 donation to Camp Out for Hunger. Wow. So that's a, that's a monster one. And we are beyond excited to add that to the list of donations that we have and, and uh, the, the, the money that's coming in, which obviously monetary donations are wonderful. And we have a, a number of them that we're going to recognize today. But 50 grand, man. Oh. Uh, that, and listen, I just purchased from them decorative Christmas lanterns. Oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> did you wait, Did you get them yet? They're they... little ones, Kathy, you hang, and they look like little lanterns. That oh, would, yeah. yeah. Display them around. They're beautiful. Listen, some of the stuff that they sell is, is really great. <laughs> I, do, I love it, yeah. <laughs> so thank you to QVC for $50,000 and for getting Casey or Steve his uh, Christmas, Christmas lanterns. lanterns. <laughs> Warming the heart and hearth. Uh, that is wonderful. All right, so one of the things I want to mention that, that has become a tradition here for a number of years now at Camp Out for Hunger is our City 6 Pop Shot Challenge, which is going to take place tomorrow morning right here. And we have the coaches of the six uh, Philadelphia collegiate basketball teams uh, come down and uh, they face off against each other. And it's in the name of charity. It's to help stimulate the, the college campuses to participate in Camp Out for Hunger. And throughout the years, we've had everybody participate, uh, you know, from Temple and Drexel and St. Joe's and Villanova and who am I leaving LaSalle, out? South Bend. It's, and, it's, and, yeah, it's a all thing. It has become a thing. And one of our favorites, in fact, I think he was a, a three-peat, not in a row, but three championships. Uh, Jay Wright, was it two? I think it was two. He definitely De- won two. I'll have to look at the trophy tomorrow. But, but Jay is, has always been an amazing uh, supporter of the event and has always uh, been here. And in fact, so much so, uh, one of the biggest fans of the event was his, his uh, assistant, Helene yeah. uh, Mercanti. She passed away from cancer a few years ago. And when that happened, we decided to name the trophy uh, the Mercanti Cup after her yeah. in honor of her. And so that continues, and that will always continue on. And so, yeah, sweetheart. obviously, Jay is uh, he's retired. He's no longer uh, with Villanova. He's not coaching anymore. Uh, so uh, while we were sad to see him go, we are ready to bring on the next guard, the next coach yeah. uh, from uh, Villanova. Hi, Neptune. And uh, we were excited to have him down for the first time. But we ran into a little bit of a roadblock. And um, I, I can't help but bring this and air this dirty laundry on the air. I wouldn't say... Um our laundry is spotless. Oh, yeah, I'm talking yeah, about yeah, theirs, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, because uh, uh, Nick was in communication to try to get uh, him out here, 
and hit a roadblock yesterday that was not only just uh, dismissive but quite rude. And we're very confused by that because this has been going on for years and years, and we've and and, and we've named the cup after a, a Villanova a, a treasured individual, right? An employee and, and someone who loved the show and we loved, and and Jay has been great, and it's always been part of the participation. And members he, of uh, of Helene's family are going to come out tomorrow because they love the Papa Shot, so the Mercanti family is going to swing by because they just wanted to see the tradition continue. This is yeah. not normally something that we do, but it, this this seems absurd that the 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 school uh, uh, by which the, one of the beloved employees and friends of the President Steve show, uh, the trophy is named after, at this point is not participating in the uh, Papa Shot. Are you going to tell the story? Or are we, we... Well, bottom line is the, the assistant to, to the coach hung up on Nick yesterday. Yeah. Hung up on him. Well, and that's what I was going to say. It, w- it, was the, it was his assistant or whoever this person was. It wasn't him. So no, I, no, I, just, no, no. I wasn't sure if you were going to pass that no. on or not. No, 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 no. It wasn't like we directly reached. We're, we're trying to reach out to him, but have hit a roadblock in trying to say, hey, this event's been going on for years and years and years. It's a tradition now. How long have we been doing it? At least 10 years, maybe long longer. Time, and long it, time. It's a cornerstone of the camp out for hunger. Yeah. So to have all of the other coaches gleefully participate and not have a Villanova <laughs> represented seems at at least a bizarre anomaly. Okay. Well, have because, the woman... uh, well, Fr- Fran, Fran Dunphy's coming back tomorrow. Fran will now have represented three different colleges because <laughs> he's coming back for LaSalle tomorrow, which is awesome. Fran uh, participates every year, at least every year that he's coaching. Uh, Casey handles four of the local schools. I handle two. I handle Villanova and LaSalle and Fran Dunphy signed up right away. And Casey and I have been chatting about this for probably more than a month now. Well, we, yeah, because, you know, yeah, for, for longer than that because what we have to do is we have to examine the um, basketball schedules, the, the, the game schedules and stuff like There's that. A lot involved. And try and figure out which morning works best for all six schools' basketball schedules. Right. And so we uh, figured out that, that tomorrow is the one that works the best. Last year, uh, the Papa Shot actually happened before any of the games actually had started. That's this year, the work, games yeah. were just started. Like, there was a game last night. There's games on Friday. So we, you know... Uh, a while back, we figured out that that uh, today was going to or tomorrow was going to work the best, and then we try and reach out to the schools to let them know, hey, this is what we're thinking. Uh, and by the way, um, Mark Zumoff, uh, you know, he was our play-by-play guy for the longest time. He committed like right away to doing it. He can't be here tomorrow. He's actually under the knife right now. He's having shoulder surgery. We so wish our, our, yeah, yeah, we wish Mark Zumoff the best. But Tom McGinnis is going to come out. Oh, cool. And 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 what we found is over the years, like you know. It, it really isn't that hard to respond to our text messages, our emails, our phone well, calls, and, and stuff so like that. Comedy, like you said, you're, you're going through their schedules to to make it work best for them. And sometimes you've moved it from day to day or times so that ever it can accommodate all of the coaches. And a lot of the times we uh, will we have to go through the, the handlers, the, you know, the athletic directors or whatever. But like Zach Spiker, the head coach for Drexel, Steve Donahue, the head coach for UPenn, they get back to me like. Personally, you know, well, so case yeah. I, Preston, I, I, I don't think I'm being um, uh, overly dramatic when I say, and I think you'll all agree, some of our favorite moments at the Camp Out for Hunger have been as a direct <laughs> result of this competition, totally. which represents the best, which is why we keep doing it. Area. All yep. the coaches supporting all each other's charities, all of these wonderful guys who step up all the time come out to this thing to try to raise food, and that's why we are we're completely confused about this. Yeah. 
When, Do we want to call this person out by name? No, or no? I don't think so. I don't okay. know. But I, I'll, I'll say this. I have uh, been nothing but polite and respectful the entire time. I've emailed, I've called, I've texted. And then yesterday, I, you know, I, was, I was not getting a response uh, for the better part of a month. So yesterday, I went back over to the hotel, and I was just chilling out for a little bit before coming back here last night. I was like, you know what, I'm going to give her a call one more time, try and make this happen. So I called her, and it was... Um, my, my jaw dropped at the end of the conversation. It was outright rude. It was rude and dismissive. And then to be hung up on while I'm trying... Yeah. And Steve, you and I were talking about this a little bit last night. It's not like we're looking for personal favors here. No. We're, no! This is a charity. This is a food drive. <laughs> yes. This is for Phil Abundance. Everything that we do this entire week is geared towards getting people to come down to participate in order to collect food for people that need it. And to be outright dismissed like that was yeah. really a uh, jaw drop. And it wasn't, you weren't in an argument. No, it, you, no, no, he, no. he was we, saying, hey, here's what we're thinking. This is what we're doing. And then she no, he, hung up on Yeah, you. he's established. He was nothing. And, and as you have, but the end result is, I think we all agree, it's only appropriate that they be represented because of the history yes. of the cup and the history of Jay Wright's successes and all that stuff. And we want to make them part of it. So yeah. maybe somebody hears this and does something. That'd be nice, wouldn't yeah. it? Well, and you, right. But you know what? It, if, if they don't and they don't want to be involved, it's fine. We'll go on without them. No, sure. Continue. Well, at least give us a straight answer. Yeah. Don't hang up on somebody. Yeah. Answer them. Say no. He's yeah. not coming. That was not cool. Not cool at all. Not so. cool. Yeah, man. So, Kathy, you got oh, hung up on one time, oh. and, and oh, yeah. I loved your response to that. <laughs> what did you do? Yeah, I was telling them last <laughs> night, President Steve, I, uh, this guy hung up on me. So I had, I had hit his car, and I left a note on his car to say, hey, I'm sorry hit your car. Um, Which half the people wouldn't do to begin with. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. Um, and so uh, we went back and forth over text a little bit, and I was trying to determine with my insurance company if I was going to go through insurance, if it was worth doing that, or if I was just writing a check. It, it wasn't a bad accident. I sideswiped him a little bit. Um, or if I was just going to write a check and, right. and hand it over. But I was talking to my insurance agent, so it was about 24 hours until I got back to the guy about what we were doing. And in the meantime, he called me, and he goes, I just want to let you know I know where you live, and I know your license plate number. What? And I know your phone number. And I was, I, and then he hangs up on me, right? Yeah. So I called him back, and he answers. He's like, "Hello." I go, "Oh, I go. Something must ha- must have happened with your phone. It hung up by accident. What were you saying?" <laughs> nice. And he goes, "Oh, uh, uh, well." Um, I was just wondering what was happening with the check. And I go, okay, I'm going to figure it out with my insurance company that's, today, and then I'll either mail you the check or they'll contact you. I, I see. That's where I already go, no, you weren't. You were calling up to threaten me, <laughs> and it's recording. <laughs> Dumbass. People. All right. Well, anyhow, we have the, it may be the City 5 challenge uh, tomorrow. Yes. And that's fine. Yeah, well, we'll call know. it the Big 5. The Big 5 challenge. So, yeah. But that's going to happen uh, here tomorrow morning in our uh, in our tent. And uh, it'd be nice if Villanova was represented, it, but... Um, we got hung up on, yeah. apparently, for whatever reason. All right, anyhow, uh, we got a couple of minutes here, and I did notice a few things. No yes, no I thought I might pass along to you this morning. The audience right. loves the noticing. Where's your mask? It's time for the camp out edition of the noticer, and I even have my effect. I didn't bring my mask. You son of a bitch. I know, I know. Hang on, wait. Here we go. That's not troubling. Ow, I got a cramp in my arm doing that. I tried to do the uh, the math. All right, anyway. I noticed the noticer ruptured his eyes. <laughs> All right, so uh, apparently bass gets more butts on the dance floor. Of course. A McMaster University study demonstrated that we react to the beat even if we don't hear it. 
The study involved speakers that produce frequencies undetectable to the human ear. Like the uh, six stick? <laughs> uh, yes, the six stick. So it's not the detectable bass? It's uh, one yeah. that we don't even it, hear? It's all about the bass, guys. <laughs> no, no trouble. No. Uh, uh, participants attending a Live Lab concert were given motion-sensing headbands huh. and were asked to fill out a survey afterwards. Researchers would play bass beats on the, quote, silent speakers every two minutes through the concert. When the imperceptible bass went on, concert goers moved 11.8% more. So there's a sub-frequency sub that they will employ and have employed in horror movies. And one movie they did use that in was Paranormal Activity. To make you feel uncomfortable. To make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, in, the, uh, in early films, and in fact, I think it was Steamboat Willie, the original yes. uh, Disney uh, the way that that audio is recorded would make people nauseous yeah, yeah. and feel vertigo and uncomfortable. It's got the kind of this boop, 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 boop type of sensation right, to right, it. Right. That's almost Bill West. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but there you go. But you're right about that. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. that they, they can use these unperceived or non-perceived uh, frequencies that can make you feel Do you know it's similar? Strange. And it's not a subsonic. It's not that. But if you ever have your windows open, you're, yes. you, you get that. Yeah, you, you can't yes. roll down one window. Right, right, right. You have to crack at least another one. And it, can, uh, it makes you feel like uncomfortable. It. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, so when the uh, imperceptible base was on, yeah, like I said. Uh, it's all about the imperceptible base. The people moved 11.8% more. Uh, than they did before. This suggests that participants felt the bass instead of actually hearing the bass. Did and they slap it to bass? <laughs> <laughs> uh, scientist and uh, drummer Daniel Cameron said music that makes people want to move tends to have more low frequency sound and bass instruments typically provide the musical pulse that people dance to. We have a bass ready to be slapped right behind you. Oh, we do? Yeah, 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 yeah. You want to slap at that bass? <laughs> yeah, give turn, it a little. Turn up a little bit. Play, hey, play. Um, uh, you were playing Higher Ground earlier from uh, Chili Peppers. Give us a little bit of that if you wouldn't mind because that was pretty badass. Yeah. yeah. Give us that Higher Ground. Go for it. Yeah. A slap in the bath. Yeah. I love that. All right, and and by the way, we did. Uh, there was a study a while back that said that by far the most important instrument in live music is the bass. Yes, and uh, he's, he's now he's put in for a raise. And the bass player usually <laughs> the bass player usually gets the the butt end of the deal for some reason or another. Shot of vodka. All right, there you go. He's doing a shot of vodka. Long-time joke used to be Preston. Who's that guy who travels with the band? The drummer. <laughs> totally. Yep, exactly. And by the way, Anthony is the bass player in Jameson. Yeah. He's the one who was playing that live just now. Yes. So, it is indeed all about that bass. Yes. All right, I noticed some other things. How about this? Um, we'll go to this story. Uh, if extraterrestrial life... Send us a message tomorrow. How would humanity respond? Well, according to researchers... LOL. No, we apparently we do not know yet. <laughs> and that's a problem. And that's why, for the first time in 35 years, a team of policy experts and scientists have united to establish a set of alien contact protocols for the entire world to follow in the event of a sudden encounter with E.T. Neil deGrasse Tyson was uh, talking about this and how... Absurdly difficult it would be. <laughs> I mean, you know, you you've got to, so that movie um, Contact, right? Uh, it's not Contact. No. First, Arrival. in Arrival, right? Yeah, uh, that deals completely with this, having to find a common language. Yep. Right. 
Uh, John Elliott, a computer scientist at the University of St. Andrews in Scotland, uh, said science fiction is awash with explorations of the impact on human society following discovery of and even encounters with life or intelligence elsewhere. Uh, he is the coordinator of the University of St. Andrews' newly established SETI Detection Hub, the cross-disciplinary organization that will establish the new alien contact protocol. Uh, the new research group will go beyond thinking about the impact on humanity of a potential alien encounter and start focusing on how we should respond instead. Well, you remember in Close Encounters they used music. Yes, uh, currently, the only alien contact protocol that humans have was established by the SETI community in 1989. The protocol, which was last revised more than a decade ago, is vague when it comes to the international response to extraterrestrial communication. It mainly focuses on the importance of sharing discoveries with the public and broader scientific community. In the event of confirmed alien contact, the protocol's main practical tip for scientists is to seek instruction from the United Nations oh, come on. or a Another governing body, uh, what the United Nations uh, should do is another open question. I know question. exactly what they should do. What? Add anal probe to the emoji code. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. And just use that. Show, there you go. To the emojis, <laughs> show it to them. They'll see what it's about. Uh, rather than focusing on uh, sending messages to aliens, the new SETI detection hub will scan signals for potential messages sent from alien life forms and will develop a framework for attaching meaning to those signals. There's a lot of sound generated um, that they, they bring in from the, from the actual sound of the universe. They, you know, they can interpolate things like um, the sound they believe emit was emitted during the Big Bang. Mm -hmm. um, so... It's out there. It's just, you know, but again, we go back to that thing. Stephen Hawking and a lot of <laughs> a lot of these guys have been kind of terrified to put too much information out for fear that yeah. you don't know, you know. We're going to, well, of course, we'll contact the Klingons first. Right. And they'll come and dominate. But, I mean, all, the, uh, all these radio signals that are strong enough to go out into space now, and it's out there. Everything's out there. All these political ads we've been seeing they're for the past, out. they're out there, man. It's countered with us. Yes. And the birthdays. It is. Yeah. And the birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're also going to create uh, impact assessments, deliver reports that outline the implications of specific policies, and develop protocols and uh, treaty, uh, treatises. Uh, for responding... Your, uh, new breakfast treat. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> to hypothetical alien messengers. Hey, okay, so our radio signals go out into space? They go out into space. So there's so. potentially aliens out there that are huge fans of the Preston Absolutely. Steve show? Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. hope they have multiple suction cups. In fact, call in now yeah. if you're an alien and you listen to the Preston and Steve show and have been for a while. We'd love to hear about it. If you. I had the high pitch, I would be all over this. Problem. We don't have that? We don't have it. Well, that's no. awesome. man. All right, one other thing. I know we got to wrap up. We're already running way over on time. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed one more thing. I just don't, I don't want to notice two things. No, sometimes you get notice burns. Uh, this is a quickie. Apple is working on changing how the uh, Siri voice assistant works. Uh, currently, and I know I'll probably activate your phone right now, uh, but you have to say, hey, Siri. Actually, it should be only mine that works uh, to activate the assistant hands-free, but that may not be the case for much longer. Apple engineers are working on dropping the hey part of the phrase. And uh, that means you'll only have to uh, say Siri, uh, followed by a command to activate the assistant. Uh, Repeat that, if you would. Uh, yeah, so I, I know yeah. uh, Rodney was talking to you. Uh, they're going to drop... He thinks you're cute. Uh, <laughs> is, he, is that what he said? Rodney, right. <laughs> I'm so... I, I don't know how to feel about that. I'm, <laughs> I'm impressed. I mean, can, but, you know. Can you introduce me? Uh, no, but uh, they're going to drop the, the hey part of hey, hey Siri. 
Okay. So you oh. won't have to say, hey, Siri, anymore. Hey's a little bit more informal. Thank um, uh, no, you won't have to say command Siri. What about? But you you have to say Siri. Yeah, you'll just have yeah. to say that rather than Hey Siri. Right. You know how? Um, I don't even want to say Alexa because it's gonna yeah. it's gonna activate yours at home. But you just say that name and it activates. And the same thing will happen with Siri. Hopefully, they're going to do that. Do you know it's funny? In my so in my bedroom, I have two of the units. I have one that's connected to the um, Amazon Fire Cube, and then I have my uh, two my stereo Alexa speakers. So. Um, I will ask for my no- a notification. It'll say from Amazon, and my other <laughs> box will answer. Answer it. Yeah. So I, it's they can't distinguish quite yet. Well, it it is getting a little confusing. Like I I have to think before I talk to Siri or Alexa. Yeah. Do you like, ever wait, have units, which one is it? Do you ever have units in the house say, "Is this the device you wanted"? You wanted to respond uh, from. Well, so I have a couple in the house also, and there's one uh, in Jace's room that he likes to listen to music on, and he has like a little camera on right. his. And sometimes he'll talk to that one, but downstairs we'll start playing the music. <laughs> oh, yeah, me I'm too. Like, yeah. Thank you. I'm glad I'm not the only one. But I was, th- I'm like, and, how? And a completely different style and type of music yeah. too. Then, then what I was, if I'm like, hey, you know, play uh, 80s music or whatever, and then I'll go in uh, to another room that we've got the playing little dot. Playing tribal music. Yeah, and yeah. it's playing uh, Zamfir, the master yeah, yeah. of the flute. <laughs> you know, I don't know how that happened. I don't use Siri. I don't use, I don't use an Amazon uh, Echo thingy. I don't do talk to text. Have you ever, like, when I try to do talk, to, I can't talk. I'm like, uh, yes. I forget what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So... You have to get in the rhythm of it. Oh you got to do it a bunch of times before it becomes a little bit more natural. But I will go, yeah. And then and I'll stop in the middle of it and go, uh, make sure that you leave a message to, and then I'm going to forget what I'm saying, uh-huh. a person who I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you want to keep talking because uh-huh. if you stop, then Siri will go, that's the end of the message. <laughs> I know, no. it's confusing as hell. Like, uh, very, so I'm really good at it, and even putting in the punctuation marks. Yeah. But you're right, there should be something, a particular word, or maybe you do like a chicken fart or something <laughs> to indicate you're, you're pausing. <laughs> yes. Because a lot of people, have, if you're, especially if you're dictating a lengthy message. Yes. Well, if you just say, uh, that should be enough for Siri to go, okay, well, I'll Says wait. you. Yeah. We'll hang on for a moment. I'm going to hang on for a second yeah. while well, you oh, idiot yeah. remember what you wanted to then so you're making your sense. no sense. It <laughs> sounds so stupid. Can't you put a cohesive thought together? Dumbass. <laughs> what were you going to say, Then there's the, uh, where you can record a message and send that through a text, which that, I have a friend who yeah. does that all I the time. That. And so I was trying to respond to her, but I'm used to the voice to text. So I was talking, and I was, and period. Uh, hello. Oh, <laughs> while you're recording your yes. voice. And then I was like, wait, I can't send this to they her. They need to have some sort of method where you can talk directly to the person through the device. Yeah. Yeah. Like the like the next tell. You mean like a phone? <laughs> that's it. <A> phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. That's all I have time. So the thing about dropping the hey part of Siri. All so right. That's all I have time to notice. But I did notice. Notice her. Thank you. Notice her. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I want to point out that our uh, live music stage, which Jameson is playing on today, is sponsored by the Philadelphia Pretzel Factory. Ooh, we love them. And we do. And we have the president of the Philadelphia Pretzel Factory, Marty Farrell, is here this morning. 
Good Marty. morning. Good morning. It is good to see you again. Good morning. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. We okay. So were we going to play music for? We were yes. supposed to. No, we and I forgot. So yeah. We, we selected a song to honor you last night. Yeah. <laughs> these guys. We don't have it. Uh, Shuttleworth should have it. Just uh, play that Steely Dan for us, Brett. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Pretzel Logic. There you go. <laughs> we wanted to play that for you. Uh, but yes, thank you for uh, for uh, sponsoring the uh, the stage and all that you've done. And and we are just huge fans of uh, of your. How many locations now do you guys have? We have uh, 170 stores operating across uh, the country at this point. Wow. 70. What is the furthest from Philadelphia? Any idea? The furthest is Missouri. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, Baldwin, Missouri. Bowling, Missouri. Bowling, Missouri. Yes. Oh, Bowling. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm from St. Louis, so I know that area. So close to St. Louis. All right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Congratulations on all the success, man. We appreciate that. Thank you, you so much. I can't I, I can't go to one single. 5K event without giant boxes of Philly Pretzel Factory pretzels there. It's it's great to have a product that people like. Yeah, well, you know, for sure. You're, you're also the, the the full just displays besides just the regular the pretzels and the the little nuggets and all that stuff. I have to ask. So uh, at your locations, is that just the natural smell that's pumping out, or is it? Is it helped along? Because it's so seductive, I can't pass by without pulling in when I am yeah, in we, proximity. It's not any artificial flavor. Okay. It, it, it's natural. The ovens yeah. are baking the pretzels fresh every day yeah. in the stores. It's working. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you know, it. But do you put fans out there to push <laughs> it outside? So not everybody, a bad idea. You yeah, guys, right? You guys idea, might yeah. be on to something. Yeah. No, I can't help it. I, whenever I go in there, I don't get pretzels. I get the spicy sausage the pretzel dog. Yeah. It is delicious. Um, yeah, yeah, people agree with me. <laughs> yes. Thank you. That Thank you. and I and I have a cup of the honey mustard every morning before work. It's so good. It's so fantastic. Uh, but listen, enough about us uh, going on about you. But uh, We're Marty, basically asking, did you bring pretzels? <laughs> uh, yeah, did you bring pretzels? Unfortunately, what? Not that. I know. I feel so bad. I was driving in this morning and said, I can't you believe. Had one I don't job. Have <laughs> no, you're going to be I here know. tomorrow night, though. So food trucks and fireworks. There oh. will be a pretzel. We are going to have pretzels here during the week. Yes. All right. We're on right. this ice this thin. <laughs> but nonetheless, you're here for a donation, right, Marty? We are. And listen, I just want to thank you guys for putting this all together. It's 25 years. You guys are doing incredible work. I mean, you know, people, to be serious for a second, I mean, food scarcity is a real thing. And you guys do an amazing job. I mean, it's millions, literally millions of people are thankful to you guys for food. Well, I was talking to somebody from Phil Abundance uh, right before coming on here. It's 135,000 people a day that need food in the city of Philadelphia. I mean, it's an amazing number when you think about it, and the work you guys do is incredible to make sure people have food. So well, just applaud and thank you guys for all the hard work you guys do. Thank you're you. very kind. Thank you. And we're always quick to say it's these people and all the people. We provide the location, but that everyone comes out like yourself and, and the companies and the, and the individual donors, that makes it work. Preston was making a big point of that uh, early on yesterday morning about how uh, it is those, you know, you say, oh, I, how can I match that? How can my donation mean anything? And we always say to the family that's going to eat that food, it means everything. So it's the fact that we live in an area where people are so generous is amazing. Yeah. Well, you guys are the conduit to it, though. I mean, if it wasn't for you guys, it wouldn't happen. So, again, we are making a donation of 15,000 pounds. Yeah! Uh, to fill up budget, so. 
And we do have one other way if people want to support, and I know we have great fans of Philly Pretzel Factory, if they want to support, they can go to one of our stores, and there's going to be a poster in the stores with a little QR code that they can scan on their phone and just make a quick donation directly to Phil Abundance oh, as well. that's amazing. So all stores will be doing that as well. Wonderful. Thank this you, Marty. QR code. Yes. All right, excellent. Excellent, Marty. Thank you for the love and all the, the support, and we'll see you at Food Trucks and uh, Fireworks tomorrow night. Excellent. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you having yeah. me. The president of Philly Pretzel Factory, Marty Farrell, who is here this morning. By the way... Uh, this hour of our tent is sponsored by Philly Pretzel Factory, where better gets made. So we thank them for that and for sponsoring our music stage, of which I'm going to fire up again because we need to take a break. Yes. We still got the Bizarre File coming up. G-Love is going to be here live this morning playing in our tent. You can be here for that. Come and see us, Xfinity Live. We'll take a break and be back at the Camp Out for Hunger on MMR. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hey, uh, I just want you guys to know that our friends from Wawa are supplying breakfast for you Yay! while you're here today. I saw people walking around with the sizzlies and all, so uh, enjoy. If you're coming down, you don't leave uh, in an empty stomach. Not unlike donating to the Camp Out for Hunger and people getting fed, we're going to feed you while you come by here, too. It's only fair. You're being generous. We want to be generous back to you. And by the way, uh, volunteers and donors today, uh, courtesy of Wawa, you get 10% off of Wawa Catering through the holidays with the promo code GATHER10. Nice. And you can go to wawacatering.com. So we thank those guys for being here today. And also, uh, Duncan is offering up uh, the coffee for for you when you stop by. Uh, there's other free things uh, like, the, you know, Skelly's Amusement. The rides are taking place. Uh, you can participate in that. And, uh, oh, there's going to be a uh, a Flyers um, pep rally today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick, did you say it's around 4.30? 4.30? Okay. Yeah, 4.30 to about 5.30. Gritty's going to be here, and we are going to have tickets to give away for the game on Saturday against Claude Giroux Ooh. and the Ottawa Senators. Yep. And um, you, oh, go ahead. Sorry, oh, no. Yeah. So, sorry. I, I was going to say something else. So did no, you no, no. You flyers? say something. Oh, before we move on. Um, so last night, uh, after we left, Nick and I went back to the hotel, and we had a glass of wine before we went and made love. But yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a glass of wine at, at the bar, and this guy came down, and he sat... I was so drunk. <laughs> they were generous pours. They were. Um, but this guy came down and sat next to us and didn't really say anything. He was just kind of sitting there, and then Nick jumped on the phone, so I ended up talking to him. We all ended up in a conversation, but um, his name is Bob. He's from Pottstown, and he donates the entire week. He comes out here. He works outside uh, the entire week. He takes off. He goes to the hotel. He gets a hotel room so that he can uh, come down here and volunteer, and he's been doing it since we were at Plymouth Meeting. That's oh, that's amazing. amazing. That's yeah. wonderful. The whole spirit of this has been since it's our 25th anniversary. We had people who were here yesterday for my 100 at the absolute beginning of this. Yeah. There have been people who have made this 
uh, in, in an incredibly selfless gesture, part of a, a thing that they do every year. So that's wild. He was yeah. showing us pictures of, uh, of his daughter meeting the Hooters back in Plymouth meeting uh, wow. 2008, 2009, whenever yeah. that was. And then she was at the Hooters show at the Keswick the other night when Pierre introduced them. Oh, that's and great. I think she's like 40 now or whatever, but it's become like a family affair. Wow. They've been coming for a long time. Yeah, that's so like I, Captain Dale had done yes. that for a number of years right, as well. exactly. Yeah. But I just wanted to thank Bob. We got to talk to him. He was a really nice guy. And by the way... If you guys are going to drink, please let me know. <laughs> yeah. I drank by myself in my room last oh, night. and then I sat in my room and ate a, a bag of goldfish. And if you're going to... By myself. And if you're going to screw, I just want to watch. Me yeah. too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll hold the yeah. camera. I don't have to participate Absolutely. in no. it. Yes. But let me know. Okay. All right. Right we'll, out loud. We'll do that on the group right, If you're going to do that here, you need to take that up to your room. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good, like... 15, 20 seconds of entertainment. Yeah. By the yeah. way, uh, yesterday at the, in the hotel lobby, Casey saw uh, Charlie Mangle. I did too. Yeah. Charlie Mangle was hanging out there yeah, yesterday. I, I chatted and he uh, ended up FaceTiming my girlfriend because she loves him so much. Oh, my Dude, God. He looked like he was going fishing or something like oh, really? that. He yeah. looked like a yeah. farmer just sitting there like a good old boy on his phone. He was by you himself. Could, I mean, honestly, if you called Missy now, because I was talking to his wife as well, and she seemed very intrigued by what was going on. You want me to call her? I think they would All come right. here. I think they would I absolutely bet you, I bet you here. Missy will turn my phone call. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, real quick, you were talking about free things at the camp out, like the you know, the uh, the coffee from Duncan and stuff. But the, So we had our Y100 reunion yesterday. Oh, yes. And Josh T. Landau brought by, like, Hundreds of Sonic Session CDs. So let right. me let me explain that to people yeah. who don't know what Sonic Session is. At, at Y100, we would go to Sonic Recording Studio, which was on uh, uh, Delaware Avenue at the time, and bands would come in town and they would perform live there. We would record it. We bring in a live audience, and then we would put out a CD. We'd take a select uh, cut or two from those, and we made a series of like eight or ten uh, CDs with the artists on there doing live performances. And so it's really cool. Yeah, and we had a lot of those left over. So he brought by. Hundreds of them, and while they last, yeah. when you come by here and donate, you can get one. And there's a, Casey Radloff, some of the artists that are well, on there. Well, so so, and I also brought a box of not only it's a Sonic Session Volume Eight, but it's also the bonus uh, Kill Casey DVD, right? We as well, stunts, yeah. But uh, yeah, on on Sonic Session Eight, which I think might be the last one we put out, uh, Dashboard Confessional, Jet, Rancid, The Stroke, Chevelle, Franz Ferdinand, Yellow Card, Breaking Benjamin, Iggy Pop, The Darkness, yeah. remember The Darkness, yeah. Phantom. Planet, Hot Hot Heat, Lost Profits, and Thursday. And some of the other ones were like Weezer and Fish and Garbage, uh, uh, garbage and, and I think uh, Dave Matthews even did. Didn't he do one? Yeah, he, he did. Done one. Don't yeah. Drink the Water, I believe, was uh, was the one that they put out. And then, uh, uh, yeah, Incubus was another one. Yeah, so Good come stuff. by. And here, yes. And donate and grab those. We, we want. And then go buy a CD player <laughs> that you can play them in. <laughs> we want you to come out and, and, uh, and be a part of this because, again, as we say, we're back, we're full. We have a, the uh, full audience here. Yep. And uh, stuff going on all week. So if you've never been, we want to see you. And if you've been a number of times, we want to uh, reunite with you. Absolutely. Okay, we have a donation. Let's do it. And, uh, and now we've gotten our ducks in a row. We have uh, some music that we're going to play for our donator because uh, she is here uh, representing uh, Stoffer Glove and Safety. Yeah. Hit it, Ryan. See? Oh. Safety dance. Love it. Uh, we would like to welcome... Uh, Katie Stoffer. Katie Stoffer is here this morning. Kelly Stoffer. Katie. Katie Stoffer. Good morning. Hi, Thank Kelly. you for having me. You'll always be Katie to me. <laughs> that works, 
to. Yes. I'm sorry. Um, congratulations on your 25 years, you guys. Thank you. You, you absolutely rock. <laughs> Thank you. And by the way, reading a little bit about you, Kelly, you're the you're a fifth generation co-owner of the company. I am fifth generation co-owner. We've been in business since 1907. Oh my God. 50, 115 years, and all five of my family members in the fifth generation are in the business with me. That's wow. fantastic. Yeah. I, I love that. So we're excited. Um, uh, we, before, we, before we hear, yeah, about your uh, about your donation, where are you out of? First of all, as yeah, said? no problem. We're out of Red Hill, Pennsylvania, which is about an hour north of Philadelphia, and we have nine locations spread out across the United States. So, so for, we service the whole U.S. For all those years, you've been employing people and keeping people going, and that, yes, I mean, keeping people another? safe all over the world. That's so if great. you're using safety products, please look us up online. We're at StofferSafety.com. We want to protect you. Excellent. Yeah, and the stuff is great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's spelled S-T-A-U-F-F-E-R if you Correct. want to search that out. Excellent. And uh, so you guys have uh, collected and you've gotten a donation and you want to present that today? We did. We gave our donation. We think you guys are awesome. We're happy for what you're doing out here. Thank you for supporting the community. Um, we've also donated some gloves down here so all your workers oh. out there are protected as well. Um, so thank you. I've got the total here if you don't know what it is. Do you know? I, well, do you want to say it in pounds? Or yeah, I've got go 22,500 pounds of food. <laughs> 22,000 pounds? Damn. That's over 11 tons of food alone. And then 25 years ago, we tried to get one ton, and they just came and knocked out. They did 11 times what we did in one week. That's awesome. 25 years ago. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Kelly. We appreciate the support. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Right. Have a good one. Thank Kelly Stauffer, ladies and gentlemen, from Stauffer Club. And we own and operate. Safety. It's a beautiful thing. All right, I have a question. Before we're going to do the bizarre file, before we go into it, did they fix our little issue outside? Do we know I about that yet? No okay. idea. Marissa might. Uh, no, I saw her jumping. Did they <laughs> fix that out there? Did they fix our? Yes, it's okay. fixed. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna head outside the tent in a little while, and we haven't figured out exactly. Well, we, we, we've got a, a stunty thing we're going to do. And Casey, who is who's very athletic, by the way, he, he gets out, he ride, rides, runs, exercises, Cycle. all this stuff. He w cycles. He did this thing. He goes, I don't think I can I don't do think, this. I, I don't think I have that in me. <laughs> I don't have the agility to even be, like, remotely successful. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I need to have, like, I feel like. Like a two percent chance at success? Just, just I don't have that. Nothing. No, wow. no. Right. My legs are so clunky and heavy. Well, we'll, we'll and see muscular. Who can and muscular? We'll see how we can step up and get this done. I, I think Kyle, Kyle might says, be able to. Yeah, do Kyle it. says he can do it. Kyle has, and, yeah. and Marissa's going to do it. And uh, wait a minute. The same height. Hang on, Marissa. What? I don't know if that mic's on. I don't think it is. But Kyle's going to do it. Kyle's yeah. like 6'2". I'm yep. five foot. Yeah, but you're you're wiry. Yeah, you're like a like a squirrel. It's like a little meerkat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does what does meerkat sound like? Like that. Like that. Like that. That's it. You got it. All right. You nailed it. Are you so gonna squirrels. Are you gonna try it, Nick? If Casey can't do it, how you the hell am it. I gonna do it? <laughs> do it. All right. We may take volunteers. I don't know. But that's I coming mean, up. It's also just fun to fall on. Yeah. It. That's coming up in the next segment. We'll get to that in a moment. And in the meantime, we need to do a bizarre file. Uh, Ryan Shuttleworth, hit it, please. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. 
All right, this morning it is brought to you by Campbell's Chunky Sacks Hunger, proud sponsor of Camp Out for Hunger. You can team up with Chunky and this year's Soup Squad to help sack hunger in our community. All right, we'll start with this. Uh, when Herbert Zia needed to run some errands in Sydney, Australia, he didn't think twice about leaving his car on a nearby residential street. He parked the vehicle a rental, no less, for just 15 minutes before returning to its side. He was shocked to discover that a giant sofa had smashed in his windshield, seemingly having appeared out of nowhere. Those things are wild over there, right? They, yes, they run They run wild in Australia, Steve, the sofas of the Those plains. herds of sofas running across. So his Toyota was left badly damaged in the bizarre incident. Police are investigating and have suggested the sofa may have been hurled from a nearby balcony during a party. <laughs> The picture's hilarious. I mean, it's just caved in uh, the entire roof of the car. And he said, I have no words for this incident, but I feel very lucky. Uh, The sofa reportedly... I just got a sofa. uh, ...plummeted through some nearby trees on its path to his car. Pictures show the car completely smashed with the sofa still on top of it with leaves scattered on the hood. Nick, I don't know about you, but when we were moving out in college, rather than carrying the sofa all the way down the steps, we just chucked it out the window. Seriously? Oh, yeah. I mean, we made sure that there weren't any cars or people beneath I mean, us, but... It'd get left behind. Yeah. You know, you would inherit somebody's sofa from the year before. Did, oh, yes, I was going to say... You did? You went in and cleared I, out? I'm sorry, Kathy. That, that people go in and clear out after the dorms are evacuated. Yeah, yeah but sofas are a pain in the ass. You got to pivot. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you got to leave yeah. those suckers behind. Yep. All right, an eight-year-old boy uh, in India killed a cobra that had wrapped itself around his arm and sank its fangs into his skin by biting it back. In a miraculous tale of survival. You little maniac. Uh, The boy, known only as Deepak, was uh, attacked by the snake. On Monday, the cobra latched onto him while he was playing outside his family home and wound its body around his arm before rearing back and biting down uh, to inject its deadly poison. (laughs) Fighting through the pain, Deepak furiously shook his arm but couldn't release the reptile, at which point he decided to give the attacker a taste of its own medicine and viciously sank his own teeth into its body, successfully killing the animal. Wow. He said, the snake got wrapped around my hand and bit me. It was I was in great pain. I bit it hard twice, and it all happened in a flash. Now, snake bites are exceedingly common in India. A, stubli- a study published last week revealed that more than 85% of snake bite deaths recorded in the world in 2019 occurred there. What better reason to go to India? So, fearing for his life in the aftermath of the bite, the boy's parents rushed him to a hospital... Uh, he was kept under observation, and they ensured he would recover successfully. An examination of his injury led to discover that he had sustained what is called a dry bite, meaning the cobra didn't release any venom into him. Oh, uh, that's pretty much unheard of. He didn't show any uh, symptoms. Maybe the snake had a vasectomy. And recovered fast, <laughs> owing to the dry bite when the poisonous snake strikes but no venom is released. So dry bites are often administered by adult snakes who have full control over the deployment of venom from their glands. So you're saying snakes drove by in a car? No, not a drive-by, a dry bite. Oh! <laughs> snakes used... Oh. Yo, break yourself, fool. <laughs> Uh, but dry bites are often delivered when the snake is trying to warn or scare off animals rather than kill them. So this kid yeah. got really, and really, really lucky. They also spit as well, do they not? A I spitting think cobra? Some, some, yeah, yeah. Ki- some yeah, types yeah. do, yeah. But I had actually heard that um, like baby rattlesnakes are actually more deadly than, than adult rattlesnakes because well. 
uh, two things. I think their venom is more concentrated, and B, they don't know when to, like, stop, stop. pumping the, the venom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they can't control it. Uh, a deer got loose in the J.C. Penny store at the Park City Center Mall in Lancaster on Thursday. Wouldn't have been a problem for me. Causing the store keep my shoes on. Uh, to temporarily close down. An employee told the news outlet that the deer entered the mall through a door near the mall's Kudoba restaurant ah. uh, before making its way into the nearby J.C. Penny. They should have immediately rolled over to a promotion, their big bucks giveaway. <laughs> right? Yes. That's, yes. you got to think. It's staring in the think face. Your feet. You'll save a lot of dough. <laughs> yeah. Come on. But you can't no. have both. You I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. You got to have the buck or the dough. All right. Uh, people, in- <laughs> people inside the store uh, that the deer had made its way into uh, said, said that deer made its way into the dressing rooms. Uh, mall employees called the Pennsylvania Game Commission, who managed to get the deer out of the Does store. Does this baby look like a slut? <laughs> no, you look beautiful. All right, and then uh, we'll end with this one. A yeah, we're gonna okay. Yeah. A former Wisconsin nurse is facing felony charges after she amputated a dying patient's foot oh. without orders from a doctor. What? Yeah, it's a nurse that did this, not a doctor. Now I've got to die with one foot. Mary Kay Brown, a former hospice nurse who is responsible for taking care of the victim at Spring Valley Health and Rehab Center in Wisconsin, was charged with physical abuse of an elder person intentionally creating bodily, great bodily harm and mayhem. Since you're dying, can I cut off one of your feet? The dying patient who was under Brown's care had severe frostbite on both of his oh. feet and was admitted to the nursing home and was believed to be close to death toward the end of May. Brown amputated the dying patient's right foot, Jeez. which was only being held on by some skin oh. and a couple of tendons on May 27th, despite not having permission from the doctor or being asked by the patient. I think you should at least be involved in any amputation. Uh, Brown admitted to police officials that she amputated the patient's foot to make him more comfortable. Yeah. A nurse who witnessed the amputation told police officials that the patient gripped her hand tight and moaned during the procedure. Another nurse who spoke with the patient after the procedure said he told her... Uh, that it hurts, and he felt everything during the operation. Oh, my God. According to a local news outlet, another nurse told police that the amputation was done poorly. The nurse also told the outlet that Brown mentioned that her family had a taxidermy shop where she said she intended to preserve the foot and put it on display with a sign that reads, Wear your boots, kids. Oh, my God. This actually happened. I can do this. My dad repairs TVs. Uh, so the administrator of the facility said, we have and will continue to fully cooperate with the investigation into this matter. You know, that's the, the wow. amount of, like, bizarre, like, abuse like that in, in certain facilities and hospitals. It's horrible. Oh, I know. I know. With it's elder abuse. Up. All right. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Uh, a couple of quick mentions before we take a quick break. Part of the Beanbow Bakery's USA Broadcast tent sponsorship. Uh, does include from Bimbo, Bimbo a donation from one of their brands. And today it is 250 packages of ballpark hamburger buns uh-huh. and 250 packages of ballpark hot dog buns. Uh, America's favorite ballpark buns and rolls are always fresh baked, always soft and delicious and never fall apart. Now, while we here do not collect perishable food items, uh, when a bulk donation is arranged ahead of time with fill abundance, they distribute them immediately. So Bimbo has stepped up and done that and they do that each and every day. They do a big donation of perishable 
edible food item. I'm not saying this for any selfish reasons, but will there be a Bimbo representative here? <laughs> Every yeah. year, Steve, I find yeah. out new brands that they have under the Bimbo. I didn't know they did Ballpark. Oh, they do Ballpark. And their artisan breads are uh, sensational. Entenmann's? And you know what? I, and Entenmann's, Nick. Oh, my God. They're my favorite chocolate chip. Hey, um, they'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> a beautiful thing. Uh, so with that, we are going to take a break. We are going to try to do this thing outside. I use the word try. You can watch on the live stream, Preston. Yes. Watch for breaking news when the ambulances <laughs> roll up. We will attempt this in uh, in just a little bit. So we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. Jameson is going to entertain the crowd. While we get back in a moment, stay with us. Keep up our hunger on MMR. Well, tell me, do you think it'd be all right if I could just crash here Wednesday night is the second annual Food Trucks and Fireworks event at Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. 19 food trucks, live music, and entertainment for the whole family. It's free to attend with a donation for Phil Abundance. Visit WMMR.com slash campout to see the whole lineup and schedule of events. Hey, how about uh, Alice on the violin over here on Jameson, right? Badass. Yeah, amazing. Got that big head of hair. <laughs> Flopping all over. What is the uh, the Disney um, Merda? Merda. Yes. Yeah. Do you get that uh, Merda from uh, what was the movie? Brave. Brave. Yes. yes. You got to get that Irish. The whole thing. She's awesome, and uh, we love these guys. All right. So we're gonna try something. My audio keeps cutting out. Is yours okay, Steve? Uh, no, it keeps it keeps dropping out. But I think that, we have to be out there. We need to be out there. Yeah. So amongst the pipples. Hey, I needed. A, I I wanted a handheld microphone. If somebody could. Uh, As did I. Can you bring uh, one up here now? Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, so we're gonna try this thing. Uh, we we try to have toys to play with when we do the uh, the camp out for hunger. And Casey found this thing. Uh, it's called the meltdown. All right, so we're looking at a video of this outside right now. If you guys want to go outside and see this in person, you can. If you want to stay in here and watch this on the video, that's fine. I think Steve and I are going to try to head out there. Yes. Uh, so let me. Okay, this mic is working, so we can uh, we can start walking out there now. And I'm going to find out. Um, uh, who supplied this and where you can get this apparatus as well, should you feel the need. And I'll do my best to describe it because if you've ever seen the television show Wipeout, it's kind of something like that. And look, my family's here. They're going to come out with us too. Come on, guys. Oh, my God. I should get uh, Caroline on that uh, on this thing. All uh, right. But we're walking outside the back of the, uh, the tent right now, and we're making our way over to this. This sprawling complex. A little bit breezy out here today, by it the way. It is. Just tell them that you're... Uh, All right, I can hear you, Casey, by the way, whispering something. He's... Uh, oh, okay. All right. Uh, we're going to make our way through here. No, it's all good. Thank you, Marissa. Appreciate it. All right. Hi, guys. Casey's the one who set this up. Casey, uh, who supplied this today, by the way? All right. So the, the supplier is uh, Betty's Party Rentals. So uh, uh, they're also uh, a part of Betty's fa uh, Fun Center. So, Press, I'm sure you've been to Betty's Fun Center because we used to have, like, uh, kids' birthday parties at Betty's Fun Center on uh, Dutton Mill Road in Aston. Yeah. So they have a great little center for, you know, kids' birthday parties, but they've also expanded, and they do these rentals. So if you're having a party at your house or a festival or carnival or whatever, they have so many different inflatable rides there. You were showing me yeah. some of the, the, the selections. Amazing. They oh, single-handedly put out the Sad Kids Pavilion 
and got rid of that. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah, sad kids never did well. No, oh, it's too yeah. bad. Yeah, there's a market out there for sad you kids. You would figure, yeah. but yeah, this but just killed it. I, I want to thank Betty's because uh, you know we we had found this ride and these guys are donating this like oh, the, the, awesome. the the ride the, the the people that came out and set it up and everything like that. So they're donating that. Uh, we didn't have to pay for anything, so that you know we really appreciate these but guys be- donating their time and efforts. People can rent this apparatus. Oh yeah. All right, so let me describe this. It's a it's a big ring. It's like a, a square actually. It looks like it's about twenty by twenty. It's a square ring. And in the middle of it, let's <laughs> say like a boxing ring. Yeah. All right, so that's square. All right, anyhow, inside the middle of it is this big apparatus. It's a large arm uh, that will spin around, and not only does it spin around, it goes up and down as ah. well. And there are four pads that people can stand on. And obviously, the object is to avoid this arm as it swings around. Now, I was out here playing with this earlier. Yeah. It's got three settings on it. All right. It's got slow, medium, and fast. Yeah. Fast is insane. Is it? Oh, it is. Well, like, so. Right. No way in hell. All right, Steve. When, I, when, when I, I put my, when it was going fast, yeah. I was thinking, oh, there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to do this. And I, and I put my arm up just to see what it felt like. Right. Uh, it ripped I, I, it off. Uh, it almost ripped my arm straight off my body. Do you think you could time it? Because that's obviously the key. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you sit, take a look? Uh, this gentleman, can you can you make the arm go fast real quick, just so wait. Steve? No, no, no. Oh wait, you oh, want to? No, no. Let's save that. Oh, you want to save it? Then yeah. never mind. Let's wait. I, I don't want you to see how fast it goes until we have them out there. Oh, All right. Okay. I, I think I think <laughs> I'm you done with that. I think yeah. we want to go slow, medium. And then fast. It's, it's right. a really good thing I'm not injury prone. <laughs> yeah. I, oh my god. <laughs> Nick almost lost both his legs to a Madonna song in a way. <laughs> so, that is a true story. Oh my god. Wait, so you can jump over it, but you can also go under it, right? <laughs> can you can you lie down and pretend <laughs> yeah. that it's over? I don't know. So, Let's find out. So yeah. the original thing would be think of like the American gladiators kind of right. Yep. So you'd be jumping and ducking. It doesn't look like it has a Duckable aspect. Now it goes up and down. Like this this okay. thing raises up oh, and lowers right. as right. it goes around. It doesn't stay that level. So it's it's, it's random. It's like a, it's like one of those um, uh, the Buck and Bronco, the uh, the mechanical bull. Oh, yeah, okay. it yeah. moves all over. Well, the place. They have one over here as well. And I was going to bail on this until Marissa made me feel like a giant. Well, all right, because yeah. Marissa's doing it, Casey's uh-huh. doing it, Nick is doing it, and we needed a fourth because the rest of us are going to get killed. Yeah. Uh, so Kyle is going to. Kyle, who went right. on the road trip with Casey and Jackie Bam Bam. Yes, wide angle. You know, me and campout stunts have such a good history. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, you're also your own former military, so you, you've you been trained, right? Yeah. That was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to put you guys on the path. We were going to attempt to do some kind of scorekeeping thing. Oh, no. no. I don't think that's no? going to happen. But I, we're also going to try to do this blindfolded. Oh, yes. decided. Forget it. How about not a good idea. last, the, the person who's able to walk out with use of their spine <laughs> wins. <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, why don't you guys get on the pads? I'm going to go talk to the operator over here. Are we going shoes here. or no shoes? Uh, whatever you want to do, man. What, 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 is the, what do they recommend? My shoes are going to be clunky. I'm taking them off. All right. Let me, let me go over here and uh, meet our operator, if you don't mind going on the air. What's your name, bud? Jacob. All right, Jacob. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to start these guys off on slow, see how they do. We'll try out medium. Away. And by the way, what did you tell me about fast, about recommended? Not recommended for a very long amount of time. Yes. All right. Uh, oh. Fast is not recommended for a very long amount of time for a reason. So you will either have to jump or duck. 
as this is going around. And all these guys are mic'd, so this should be interesting as far as the sounds that we're going to get do from you, this. Do you know what makes this wild precedent is that what they're really not standing on is is very firm. It's very bouncy. Yeah. So that could be very confusing. This is inflatable, and it is uh, squishy. So, uh, are, your name again? Jacob. All right, Jacob is going to be our, our uh, well, he's going to be our inquisitor here. <laughs> all right, Jacob, you ready? All right, let's begin with the end. Uh, give us a little bit of music, Ryan, if you could, back at the studio. All right, here we go. Let's begin on slow and see how we do. All right. And oh, wait. Casey, Casey, Casey. Casey gets immediately. I thought it was going that way. Mulligan. I thought it was going clockwise. Mulligan. Oh, it changes directions. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Right. He's going to go back, isn't he? He's going to go counterclockwise. Wait, this is. Oh, here we go. All right, where's the ducks? It's just like, Nick jumped over. Jeez, Casey goes under. Kyle goes over the top. Where's his down? Yeah. Oh, Casey successfully ducked. And Kyle, whoa! Oh, I'm great at this. Way over the top. I like this game. Oh, down. Jesus. Over. Dude, All right, hold down. on. The jumping is useless. It's on medium now. Hold on. This is oh, my God. Stop. Stop. Hold on. Casey. This is going to happen. Casey, are you okay? What? Casey. Yeah, okay. Are you okay? I'm fine. Okay. That looks... Painful. All right, I got to ask you something. <laughs> that was In what world does a non-Olympic athlete clear that? That was incredibly see, did hard. Did you see his neck? Yes. I would just like you guys to know, while you were watching Casey fall, Kyle rode the thing until he knocked me down. Oh, really? Did I knock you down? I mean, and the breathing situation that's taking place right now. Everybody like, has a minute. By the way, Casey's oh, still down on the ground. Oh, he's down. All right. All right. I'll tell you this. Who's hilarious? Kyle was clearing it pretty well, but at one point it caught him and threw him into Marissa. Yes. I Kathy, miss it. What's that weekly exercise class you do? I need it. Fortunately, we'll have video of this because I missed that part of it. I was so focused on watching Casey get knocked clear out of the air. The worst part. So I didn't care about my neck. So what's, was, were my love handles out? No, 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 you're no. no. Okay. You, you look stunning. No. no, it wasn't embarrassing at all. No. Right. Do, do you guys want to try it on fast? Oh, no. 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 That was slow. That, can we go to medium? Wait, that was medium. Okay. We, we went from slow to medium. Uh, can we go to super medium first? Let's try fast. Extra right. medium. What, what do you, you want to do medium and then fast? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. put us out of our misery. All right. Just kill us. We're going to do fast, okay? All right, Jacob. On your mark, get set, and go. Here comes fast. All right, take that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's insane. Oh, my God. Dude. Casey's hitting it. He's kicking it. He's punching it. The thing clocked me in the back of the head. I'm in a box. Are you concussed? I got donkey punched. You know what? Actually, uh, we got paid by that person you were dealing with over at Villanova. And yeah, clock in the back oh, of the head. Oh, oh my goodness. Are we doing this again? Yeah, one more time. So what, what speed was that, Preston? That was fast. What if I just ride it? Can I ride it? Yes. Oh my god. Oh, this is gonna be bad. Alright, yeah. right, let's try it. Have Marissa on medium. Here we go. I need something to hold I need something to hold on to. <laughs> that last one. Two seconds. Alright. Alright. Let's go! Let's go! All right, you ready? Wait, get to the corner. Oh, I didn't hear no bell. All right, fast. On your mark, get set, and go. And it's off. Oh, oh it's down. Why did he broke it? 
this on the air uh you can watch our youtube uh streaming channel and check the vid of that and be able to see exactly what this whole thing is about because it's a little bit confusing but if you've ever seen the show wipeout yeah exactly that's pretty much what that apparatus is and you can rent that from betty's by the way and we'll get that information up and have it on our website so it'll be easy for you to access but that thing there's no way in hell that i would be able to do that no not at all it is uh, way too difficult, but... I will tell you this, though. It is a blast. So I can see for a party, that'd be hilarious. All right, sorry. I'm getting my, uh, my equipment set back up here. Uh, All right. Oh, there we are. Back in the studio. By the way, it's windy as hell out there. 
Oh. It is wild. That thing was going incredibly fast. Right? Incredibly fast. Yeah. The, the, the slow is enough for me. But once you get that thing up to speed, it gets out of control. And there's no way you can be able to keep up with that. Uh, but they were troopers. I thought Kyle broke it for a moment. Yeah, yeah. Because he got on top of the, the arm that was swinging around. And I heard a big kunk, like noise. I'm like, uh-oh. We broke well, the he, apparatus. She had one of the cleanest jumps. And Casey did really well. Clearing it. Mar- Marissa just got scooped up. and But much to her credit, she held on to it like it was honeymoon night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering what the residual of this is going to be tomorrow Oh yeah, uh, for you guys physically. My neck is, I probably won't be able to turn my head. I, gotta, I have to no. see the... Um, the, the I had to see the replay. Was it bad? The, the first fall you had, it was bad. Like I was, I'm glad Preston said stop it because I thought maybe you weren't going to be okay. You, you did, you did though. You did really well. I mean, also <laughs> when you started to fist fight it, yeah, uh, that was pretty hilarious because the thing you need to understand. I didn't realize this. You pointed it out, Preston. What it's attached to is basically the same mechanism for a, a bucking bull, a mechanical bull. Yep. And it has that kind of power. Yep. So it was clocking these guys right and left. Rotates around and goes up and down. And so while you're waiting for that thing to swing around, you've got to make a last deci- second decision of jump or duck. Yeah. And you guys jumped on the wrong occasions a few times. Casey, there was one. You went up in the air. It caught your midsection. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you did a head over heels. Yeah. Full on in the air, knock you out of the sky move. Was that the one where I landed on my neck? It was. That was the very first one. I know. I'll tell you this, though. Kyle, again, (laughs) taller. Uh, I don't know how you could fully clear that thing. It would be impossible. Well, Um, Unless you you were an Olympic athlete. And then you might go to plan, and then you have Kyle flying at you with his knee into your ribs. Yep, it happens. Marissa, Uh, you did a great job. But uh, Betty's, Casey, they have uh, have all kinds of stuff like that that you can rent? Yeah, you know what? Go to uh, the the website, and you'll see exactly. I mean, they have, it, it looks like hundreds of different inflatable, like, uh, bounce houses, and so if you go to Betty's Bounces, uh, which is B-E-T-T-E-S, bounces.com, uh, you can see exactly what they have. I mean, they have... Did you um, say they're in Aston? Um, so the rental companies in uh, Holmes, excuse me, Holmes, yes. uh, the, the uh, place that you can, uh, party rental place, that's in Aston on Dutton Mill Road, yep. basically right by uh, Sun Valley and Northley. But uh, they have arcade games, bounces, obstacle courses, interactive games, uh, dry slides, wet slides, uh, rides, carnival games, mazes, uh, like concession stands, all sorts of stuff. Like you showed me the one that was the eight-person version of that. Yeah. yeah. So it has it has um, arms got, on both sides. Correct. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And and that you have to you have to duck and jump yeah. and do the whole thing. I'm glad we didn't do that one. <laughs> I tried to last minute change it to that. Yeah. No, this was. I'm glad we didn't do that. Enough. Wow. Jesus. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Oh, my God. Part of me wants to try it, but I just know, dude, I'll re-injure my shoulder. I'll mess something up. I don't don't want to do it. Even as padded as it is, I mean, that's formidable. Oh, yeah. That's difficult. Yep, absolutely. It's fun, but it's difficult. Yeah. If Charlie Manuel comes by, let's see if he'll do it. Let him do it. He's at the the ballpark right now, so they're going to try and swing by. Oh, nice. That's awesome. And I saw backstage, I saw him walking around there. G-Love is here. He is here. Yeah, so we're going to get him out to play in just a little bit. It's the first time he's seen the morning sun and. Like 17 years. <laughs> yeah. It's not his jam. All right. So uh, do you think we should take a break and come back and reset? I might get up and... Uh... Oh, you know what? No, we have uh, uh, Tito's is here. Yes. Oh, yeah. well, we're going to do that now. Yeah, yeah. All right. Excellent. We are happy to do that. So uh, do we have a, a piece of music to We accompany? do. We do, as All a matter right. of fact. And who's running that? Is that Ryan? Ryan's got it back at the studio. Ryan, do you have our music ready for, for Tito's? Here we go. Play it, if you will. 
So we had the uh, state manager of Pennsylvania and Delaware for Tito's Handmade Vodka, Mr. Adam Foreman. Good to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Nice to see you, Adam. Shot of vodka, baby. Yep, he's a vodka man, the bass player in Jameson. Uh, and you have a, a massive fan in Marissa Magnata. I don't know if you knew that or not, but she's... Uh, I was told, brought a little gift today. Diehard Tito's She fan. might need some after what we just did to her. Yeah. It's actually the only vodka my sister drinks as well. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I've never had it because I don't drink, but that, you know, so <laughs> no offense to you, but no. I just hear nothing but great things about Tito's. Well, you know, it's a really good vodka, but the real thing about it is it's got a great story, right? And that's... It's an interdistilled spirit, but people forget about what what it's done. It gives a lot of back to charity, both locally and nationally. So we're proud of that as well, and people really gravitate towards that. That's fantastic. Uh, by the way, what's your what's your favorite thing to uh, what's your favorite cocktail to make uh, with Tito's? Do you have one? I do. What and is it's it? It's a martini up with a twist. Oh, just a little more straight up. Keep it All simple, right? right? Yeah. I'm getting big into espresso martinis, but it's hard to make at home. Is, right? yeah. is that the trendy thing? The espresso martini. It is the trendy I, thing. I see that all over the place. And now the first mistake I made, I made like nine o'clock with my wife one night. We had two of them, <laughs> and then three o'clock in the morning, we're staring at the ceiling saying that was a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah, totally. The mindset that the, the combination keeps you more up and lucid or... It's caffeine. I mean, it's yeah. an espresso and you put too much in and the next thing you know, it's, right. yeah. you're Steve, barking at the moon. Steve, the old myth of uh, you need some coffee to sober you up? Yeah, yeah. No, it no. It just keeps you up and drunker longer. Right. That's pretty right. much it. It's the new school Red Bull and vodka. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, you guys are here to uh, help out with Camp Out for Hunger. We are. We are proud and humble to announce 60,000 pounds Whoa! of food. That's a massive donation. It's the least we could do for a city that's giving back so much to us as well. 30 tons of food. That's incredible, man. You guys have been, uh, you know, a staple in the area. You guys are always, I mean, I see so many charities that you guys get involved with. So you you more than walk the walk. Is that, that's always seem, has, seems to have been your modus operandi since the beginning. It right? has since the beginning. Yeah. I mean, we like to say that we happen to be a charity group that happens to make good vodka. Right. <laughs> that's right? be correct. It's a great position to be in. Excellent. Well, listen, we can't thank you enough. And, Pleasure. Uh, and thank you for keeping uh, Marissa lubricated. <laughs> Keep her lucid. All thank right. you guys for having me. Adam Foreman, guys, from Tito's Vodka. All right, we still got good stuff coming up, man, where it's uh, a little bit after 9 o'clock. And as I said, a little while, G-Love is going to be popping up and performing for us. He's great. I think in this break, is it okay if I get up and play with you guys, uh, play with Jameson? I'm going to play a song with him in the commercial break. Hey, Color it's My World. It's become, yeah, we're going to do Color My World. No, it's been tradition. I get up and play with these guys every year. So they'll, they'll play this first song, and then I'll, I'll jump up and, and jam with them. So uh, we invite you to be here for the Camp Out for Hunger. We would love for you to come by during the morning show, but we also want to remind you, uh, Pierre Robert comes up and does his show. Brent Porsche comes in in the afternoon and does his show. In fact, this afternoon, later on around 4.30, uh, we are going to have a Flyers uh, pep rally. Gritty will be here. And uh, some other members of the uh, the group are going to be stopping by. They're putting on a big rally. And what happens is, Preston, you're on your way to the game tonight. Yep. Head out a little earlier, make a donation, come by the pep rally, and then go over. Ride the rides, do yes. whatever we have here for you. So we recommend you do that. They're playing the blues over here uh, at the Wells Fargo Center. So that's later on today. But come by throughout the course of the day, and we would love to see you. And by the way, we have breakfast from Wawa here. If you're hungry, stop by and you want to donate. That's awesome, too. So with that...
Uh, yes, Case? We're going to take a break. We're going to take a break, and we'll come back in a second. Come and see us at the Camp Out for Hunger on MMR. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve's 25th Annual Camp Out for Hunger, supporting Phil Abundance at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. All this week, they'll be live from inside the Bimbo Bakery's USA broadcast tent. Hey, gang, your support has always been amazing, and we're hoping you can help out again. Plus, we've missed your faces. Come enjoy some Dunkin' Coffee, have fun, and say hi. Donate non-perishable food items at our drive through drop-off with volunteers fueled by Pepsi or Make a donation at WMMR.com and at the register of your local Acme Market. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Made possible by IMS Technology Services. A clear alternative water supply. Worth USA. Shapiro Fire Protection. Sling Max Rigging Solutions. And MJ Corp Screen Printing and Sign Shop. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. So, uh, Marissa, Yes. You're holding your finger up. He's getting a drink. No, that's the middle finger. Part. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. He's giving you the. I, I didn't. I didn't notice. All right. Well, let me know when you're ready. Uh, by the way, uh, mentioning that uh, lunch will be provided this afternoon for us at the Preston and Steve Show. Our friends at Piccadilly. Piccadilly. Yes, Piccadilly. and uh, we love those guys. They're bringing by some goodies in uh, for holiday catering parties, uh, the big game, whatever it is. Uh, it's only one Piccadilly in, celebrating over 90 years, serving famous, world famous wings and home style favorites in Chamon, New Jersey. Hey, uh, by the way, that thing that we just did. Uh, on the meltdown, was that considered a hunger game? Yes. yes. Okay. You it know is. what it was. Okay. Good. Then we we did that for charity. And we did, yes. and we okay. want to thank uh, the Camp Up for Hunger Game sponsor, uh, Thomas. Uh, Thomas's, by the way, uh, their English muffins, phenomenal. Their bagels, amazing. Uh, and from Engl- English muffins to bagels, swirl bread, Thomas baked breads make a delicious breakfast, snack, or meal. You can visit your local grocery store uh, to pick up your favorite Thomas's products and wake up to what's possible. So thank you for sponsoring the Camp Out for Hunger You do games. know the two elements that make the English muffins spectacular. Um, crannies and nooks. Yes. The two things. See, I took them in the different order. Right. <laughs> you hear nooks and crannies You're so often. Cranny guy. I want crannies yeah. in my nooks. Like, you know. Yeah. It's like the people that call you Stephen Preston. Yeah, yes. Yes. yes exactly. In our own building. <laughs> I know, nonetheless. All right, well, we're excited to welcome our next guest, man. He doesn't get more Philly than this. He's a longtime friend, and we're just stoked that he is here this morning. Uh, and he's got to leave because he's catching a flight shortly. We are happy to welcome, and we're going to get a performance from him to our stage, G Love, this morning. <laughs> yes. What is up, my man? That mic, that big mic right there is up for you. Yo, yo, yo! <laughs> yes. She Love is here this morning. We had we talked we talked to him occasionally. Good so, morning. But we, we have with you. We did Zoom, but we, we haven't seen you in person. In I know a long we've been time. Zoom zooming away. That's right, man. <laughs> no, but it's good to see you in person. You look great, dude. You look great, man. I Thank said, you. I said, Preston, what are you not eating, man? I know. <laughs> so we go we go way back, and in fact, earlier yesterday, uh, G, this is pretty wild. We saw somebody in the back here was holding up a WDRE banner, yeah. and oh, we went yeah. over and talked to him. WDRE. And they had gotten that banner. Fest. They had 
gotten that banner from Bitterfest that oh, night. Man. So WDRE, for those who are younger and may not remember this, it, when the alt-rock movement started to hit. Remember that? Uh, the, yeah, I remember 1990s. that. Nineties. <laughs> and uh, the station in Philly was WDRE. It's where Steve and I met. Yes. Our good friend Marilyn Russell was there as well and a bunch of other friends of ours. Um, and so the station was bought. It was going out. Uh, they were, they were going to change the format. So they allowed us to have a concert to wrap up. The radio station was kind of a... It never happens. Yeah. They allow you to do that, but they allowed you to do it. So, uh, G was our headliner at that show a gazillion years ago. Along with the fun-loving criminals. Yeah, Scooby Snacks, man. Scooby Snacks. That was their hit, so... Running around, robbing banks, all (laughs) whacked on the Scooby Snacks. Yes! (laughs) I love it, man. But you're still going strong and uh, and still playing shows left and right, traveling all over the country. Yes, sir. Uh, How is life in your world, man? Man, everything is great. Uh, We were in town last night uh, for the Robert Irvine Foundation um, to raise money for the veterans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, service members and first responders. So big shouts out yeah. to to all the people that give so much for our country. And uh, it was it was really emotional night. They uh, they paired um, a service dog with a service member. Oh, that's cool. Uh, that's so important. Um, and yeah. so it was it was a wonderful night. Raised a lot of money. And now I get to hang out with you guys. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when, man, it's when awesome. you leave us today, where are you heading off to? I'm, I'm just headed home. Just heading just home. Just heading home to pick up the kids. Yeah. You know. <laughs> How many kids now? I got four kids. I got four. twenty-two, one, two, and six. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I remember when the 22-year-old was a baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back at, because you lived in, uh, where were you living in Philly? Uh, yeah, we lived, uh, we, well, we lived all over, but uh, okay. grew up downtown in Society Hill and lived in yeah. Queen Village, lived in Fishtown, lived in Northern Liberties. Yeah. Yeah. You got a favorite spot? I, I wish I would have bought bought the bought my house in Fishtown. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm like walking around last night. I'm like, this city is on fire, man. <laughs> yeah. This, this it, Philly is popping. You have, yeah. a, and I, I know you're going to yeah. do the song a little bit, uh, but you have a great lyric because I'm from Delco, right? And I have a shirt. <laughs> I have a shirt. Yeah. yeah thank you. Delco. <laughs> I have a shirt. That says uh, Delaware County claiming we're from Philly since 1789. <laughs> and you have a great lyric about people claiming they're from Philly. Yeah. And they're from Cherry Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's because, like, you know, so so I travel all around the world playing playing music. And, and people from Philadelphia always rep that they're from Philly. So they always say, yo, Philly's in the house. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> and then. And then they might come backstage, and I say, oh, yeah, you're from Philly. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Cherry Hill. <laughs> That's all right, man. You're still from Philly. Yeah. from Cherry Hill. I'm just messing Oh, up. man. So you do, uh, who are you buds with? Because I know you and Jack Johnson have a great relationship together. Uh, who else in the music industry is tight with you? Yeah, uh, this past summer, we had a great summer on tour with OAR and Dispatch. And yeah. actually, I was hanging with the OAR guys last night. So Mark uh, Roberts, I tried to drag him down here, but he had to get home for his kids, too. Yeah. And but, Dispatch uh, yeah. is one of those bands. Oh. Like I, I didn't know how great they were, and then there was like an MTV Live channel, and they played that show from Madison Square Garden several times, and I fell in love with that band yeah. just because of that. They never got any radio play. I don't think they told a, uh, sold a ton of CDs, but they are fantastic live. They they have like uh, the, the harmonies that they pull off. I mean, it's like Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, like five you know five part harmonies and. Yeah, it was just an awesome tour this summer. So we did a full U.S. tour, and uh, we, yeah, we played the Man Music Center, and uh, yeah, That's those right. guys are rocking. But 
Um, yeah, on my new record, my new record's called Philadelphia, Mississippi. It's got great. a lot of awesome collaborations on that with a lot of blues people uh, like Rising Blues Star, Chris Stone, Kingfish Ingram, and uh, uh, John Tavius Willis, and Philadelphia's legendary MC Schooly D. Yeah. Uh, wow. Did you go down to Muscle Shoals or anything like that? I have recorded. Uh, okay. We recorded a, a song for Muppets in Space. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. I almost Muscle feel like shows. that's a joke. I mean, I'm serious. Yeah. You know, the Muppets are from Philly. <laughs> the Muppets are from Philly. Oh, what? N- is a yeah. nitty gritty a Muppet? Yeah. 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 Gritty's a Muppet. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is too great. Uh, so you do have new music out. Um, are you always writing, or do you have to wait for the moment to hit you? You know, like, these days I have so many records out that I really wait for the moment to hit me. Yeah. Try to, try to make a song that, that's truly inspired and, you know, have a good reason to write for it. If it's something like rap in Philly or something a little more emotional or spiritual, mm-hmm. it's got to be uh, just the right thing. But, um, yeah, I was, um, you know, I, I trip out when, I, when I'm coming back to Philly because the, the culture from Philadelphia, like, you know, I haven't been living in the city for a while, but the culture from Philadelphia is really spread across the world and you know especially a couple of things like wawa yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. like people go crazy for wawa like and yeah. uh the word john yeah. Yeah, yeah so like you know in, in the 1990s like i put both the words wawa and john into my hit <laughs> cold beverage yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it's really cool to see these like these <laughs> these philly things become so cultural they are the no, they really it's, are yeah they permeated it's it, it's kind of bittersweet because it's like it's great that you know but then again that's ours you know right, what i mean right, so right. Uh, it is what it is, yeah. I guess. All right, so we know you gotta you got to catch a flight, so we're going to get to performing live this Let, morning, yeah. right? Can we do it? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, you're going to go over okay. there? All right. Are y'all ready? Let's go. Yeah. All right. G-Love is going to go over here to the uh, Philly Pretzel Factory stage. Jameson's letting me use his guitar. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so we're going to have... Uh, I mean, Frank from Jameson. <laughs> yep, Frank from Jameson is going to let uh, G use his guitar, and uh, he's going to get up here and perform. I don't know what we're going to hear, uh, and it's a surprise, so that'll be awesome. Anything is good at all. Uh, so he's getting geared up, and uh, yeah, harmonica test. Uh. Sounds good to me. Is that coming? Is that coming through on the radio? I got to make sure that's coming through on the air. All right, we're good to go. Okay, this one's is uh, this one's for you guys. This one's called Love from Philly. All right. All right. The kites are the key, the money in cryptocurrency, and now my feet is connected to the street. So no matter where I roam, the sound of Philly is alive in my bones, in my blood, a family thing. So max and relax to the song that we sing. 76, it was a Philly thing. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. It's nitty gritty. Hot sauce in the city. Yo, parking lot hustlers, South Street shucksters. But tonight we were MMR, so somebody make some mother free people. Love from Philly, love from Philly, love, come on. Love, love, love from Philly, love from Philly, love. Yo, I got another one love for you. Get illy, get, get, get illy. Get illy, get, get, get illy. 
Just fantastic. I right? love and love the lyrics, man. He's such he is a wordsmith. I Great. love it, man. Thank I you. Love G Love, give it up, everybody. Jameson. They ain't rehearsed together at all. Yeah. They just listened to the song and they're like, okay, yeah, we can do this. Thank you, G. Good to see you, man. Wow, that was something else. Thank you. Uh, so he's yeah, he's got to catch a flight, so he's going to be in and out of here. What's the lyric of uh, cheese whiz and stack and cheddar? Yeah. <laughs> I love don't that. Call, don't call it cheese steak if you stack and cheddar. Hey, you know what? And I think we have uh, another. Uh, you got to take off? Yeah, he's got to take off, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so we got another guest. Yes, we do. A last second guest who we're going to bring up. Marissa, are you, uh, you ready to bring him on board? Uh, this is pretty cool. He's become a, a good friend, and lately we've had him on a few times. And uh, we know it was a bit of a disappointment with uh, what happened in the World Series, but we got a guy who can talk at uh, with some uh, authority. Go ahead and bring him on out, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, where's he going? He's not following you, Marissa. Yeah, you got to go the other way. The other way, sir. Charlie Manuel is here this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's on their feet. Standing <laughs> yes. O for Uncle Chuck. Wow. What a reception. Wow. All right, come on over. And not only that, uh, Charlie's wife, Missy, is here. Yeah. She's become a good friend of ours, too. Have a seat, guys, and uh, and pull that microphone down there so we can get it nice and close to you guys. So, hey. Miss, yeah, I saw Missy yesterday, and she was very intrigued by uh, Camp Out for Hunger. She she wasn't aware, and I said, "Oh, well, you got to come over and see this." So, what do you think? Terrific. Yeah, isn't this amazing? <laughs> awesome. uh, this is amazing. So we'll get happy. you. Yeah, wonderful. And uh, Charlie, how you doing? Good to see you again, sir. I'm doing great. Excellent. Uh, we saw you at the at the hotel over there. Were you guys? Uh, is this? Towards the end of uh, your stay in the in the town, you headed back home. Yes, we headed back home today about two o'clock, two thirty. Yep. 
Uh, you know, we were talking about everything and, and how everything played out, and I think there's just a general consensus that the team did such a phenomenal job. This was all unexpected, and it was an amazing run. You obviously, in your long-storied career in this sport, you know, you know, nothing's definitive, but man, did they really rise to the challenge and, and really give this city something to be happy and enthused and together about. Would that be correct in your mind about how this all played out? Without a doubt. Yeah. It, it turned out real real good. We kept trying players last year. Uh, we kept trying some young players and, and some veteran players, too. And finally, this year, we kept we kept doing it. And all of a sudden, some, some of the moves we made is when Thompson became the manager and also when Dabowski, uh, he solidified our outfield for us. And uh, we, made, we, we, we put ourselves in a good position, and our players started uh, playing baseball, and they were happy. And I, th I give Robbie Thomas a lot of credit because yeah. he's a communicator. He's a great communicator, and his experience in the game it kind of um, brought our team together, and we started playing better baseball. I mean, we still uh, we still on the road to improvement, but at the same time, too, we definitely set our goals for the future. And the next, I would say within the next uh, four or five years, we should be a top contender in our division. Awesome. Hey, awesome. Charlie, as a manager, when, uh, when, when you have something like this happen and, and the, the big loss takes place, uh, do, you, do you have a, a, a team talk and, and, and you know, put your, your two cents into the team with them? Yeah, sometimes it can be short, sometimes it can be longer. But at the same time, too, uh, uh, probably when the uh, World Series was over and those guys went back, to the locker room, I think that's when it really hit them. But uh, you know, like uh, uh, you know, like what went on, and at, at the, and, and acted, and they didn't get the big prize. And next year, coming into spring training, believe me, uh, they'll be more focused on what they want to do. They'll know exactly where, what they have to do to get there. And I think that that's going to be the big difference in what happens. It took a while for the town to embrace the team, Charlie. But once they did, I mean, especially like, you know, towards the end of uh, September, beginning of uh, October, uh, when the playoff run began, Philly really embraced this team. And I was at, uh, lucky enough to go to a few games. I know you and Missy were at several games as well. When you're at the games watching them, are, are you still managing from the chair? Or you are you there as a fan, and can you just enjoy it? Or, or are you in the back of your mind and you're like, man, I totally would have left Wheeler in? Uh, I always manage. <laughs> uh, and also, uh, where there's good, there's going to be some bad. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and that's kind of how baseball is. You know, I mean, you've got to understand exactly what you're doing, where you're at, and your position that you're in. And you uh, do the best that you possibly can. I think there's something also, and we, we talked about this before, uh, Charlie, about the, the um, you know, there's, there's now people have focused in on names and personalities. And they've seen it's become a little bit more solidified. I think, as I say, going into uh, next year, um, you know, you, you'll see those stands a little bit more robust, a little bit more people invested because they've seen, um, besides outside of just their athletic capabilities, what good guys these are. And you can get behind them. And that, that really says a lot. And I think, I don't think there's a city that can match Philly for loyalty once you've established your, um, you know, your, your cred that way. And they'll be with you for life. And do you think that is a good step to take for a team at this point? I think that's what turns you around. I yeah. think our, uh, 
our success, uh, the, the, the time when I was a manager, I think our su- success lo- uh, was a lot about those, uh, all those uh, uh, crowds that we had, when, like when we filled the ballpark up consistently and things like that, and our fans helped us way more than they'll ever realize. And uh, it, it, our ballpark, it kind of ignites energy. Yeah. And if you want to know the truth, I was surprised that uh, that Houston could beat us uh, two uh, two out of three at home. Yeah. yeah. Really, because you know, like uh, you can feel the vibes in our ballpark a lot more than other places. Yeah, but I think um, you know you talk about like scheming and and uh, it, it, you know like you talk about the shift and stuff like that. I felt like the shift burn us. In, in both facets of the game, it burned us defensively, and it also burned us offensively. So when, when they were working the shift against us, uh, when they were on, on defense, we hit it right to them. And then when we had our shift on, they were hitting it to the holes, and I, I couldn't believe it. Like, I, I didn't feel like they necessarily out-hit us. They just out-lucked us, I think. I think it uh, basically what happened was uh, we struck out a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, like, and if you go back and look, we were averaging anywhere from 10 to 12 strikeouts a game. And their pitching showed up big, at, at especially the last three, three games of the series. And uh, when you're talking about the shift, I could care less about the shift. Yeah. That's what Ted Williams used to say. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason is, you, if you're a big league baseball player and you know how to play the game like I look at it, my philosophy... You can beat the shift. How do you beat the shift? You uh, use all uh, the whole field, and you hit the ball a lot where it's pitched. That's when Harper is at his best mm. when he when he uh, uses the whole field to hit in. So what what happened to the bunt? Because like it just it all but disappeared from Major League Baseball. There was a point in the game uh, six where Schwarber kind of squared, but he already had two strikes against him. Um, if if I'm facing the shift, and I know it's not around next season, but like you have the entire left or right side of the infield open. But players just don't bunt anymore. Is it just is it statistics? Is it you know analytics that say we're just going to try to hit home runs? Well, uh, if you go watch little league baseball, and, you, and then you uh, get up and you and you start watching high school and then college, they don't bunt neither. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they just don't teach bunny no more. I mean, they just don't uh, the the trend in baseball and the and the philosophy and the in the thought process is 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 that you're giving away an out when you bunt. Or something like that. So they don't even teach one anymore. Huh. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah because, I, I mean, it's a legit strategy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, uh, Coach, uh, I saw you uh, yesterday, and you were talking to a gentleman who kept calling you Chuck. <laughs> I never heard you, anybody call you Chuck before. And so I asked you about that, and then you were telling me about a couple of the other uh, nicknames that you've – because you've, you've yeah. played and managed – all over the world. And so can you tell us about some of your other nicknames you've received? Well, I got Chuck from Minnesota. It's a kind of a short for Charlie. And uh, here, you know, like they came with Yo Cha. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, my nickname, some of my nick, best nicknames, I think it was uh, when I was in Japan, Akaoni. That means Red Devil. Red oh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. And then when I played in uh, South America, I played in Venezuela and Dominican, and I was in uh, uh, Puerto Rico. I was in Venezuela for a short period of time, and they used to call me Kasiki, and that means Chief Indian. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty cool names. Yeah. Pretty cool nicknames. And then you ended up managing the Indians. How ironic is that? Oh, man. I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah, exactly. What is Missy's nickname yeah. for? <laughs> yeah, Missy, what are you whispering over there? No, I'm just... No. Most of the people that know him in baseball for his career, his name was Grinder. 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 Is that what you call him, too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I've, heard, I've heard Uncle Chuck. 
quite a bit. There's some people out there, like Phillies fans, that have called you Uncle Chuck over the years. You get that from time to time? I get a lot of things. <laughs> as long as they call me on uh, payday and quit, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, listen, it was... Um, it was so much fun, uh, this run, and, and, and we've echoed that uh, a couple of times that, uh, you know, the, the guys are, are obviously upset that they didn't go the distance. They're professional athletes. They are, they are, it's the way they're bred. They're, they're bred to win, and if they don't win, they're disappointed. Uh, we were disappointed that the win didn't happen, but very excited we got this much entertainment this late into the season. And, I mean, baseball, while it's a sport and a profession for you guys, it's entertainment for us and a sense of pride. And I was very proud of the team. Absolutely. And I was very entertained by the team. Yeah. And and it was a chance to hang out with you again a couple of times. I want to tell you something. I feel basically the same way you feel. And also uh, the fact that I know John Middleton, uh, I kind of feel uh, like that we need to win some because he wants he wants our fans to come back to the ballpark and fill it up. And but not only that, he wants to uh, get some more rings and championships. Yeah. And and he's willing to pay the price. And I think at uh, uh, the time he's been, uh, you know, like kind of owner of our team, I think that he's always been wanting to build us up. And I uh, have I definitely have a lot of respect for him. And I think that Dabowski did a good job as far as putting our, help put our team together. And Thompson did a great job with his communicating skills and also how he handled our team. All right. Absolutely. Well, we'll look forward to uh, next season. By the way, do you want to ride any of our carnival rides while you guys are here? Uh, <laughs> Missy might want to do that. But All right. <laughs> let's put her in the meltdown game. That could be fun. Uh, Charlie and Missy, it's great to see you guys. Thanks for stopping by here. We know you got to get back home. So thank Thanks, you. Guys. Charlie Manuel, Missy Manuel. Wow. That's cool. That is very cool. Great little surprise there. All right. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back in a moment. We got more guests coming up. Our buddy Jim Jackson with the Flyers is going to be here this morning. And we got some other things we'll get into. It's a camp out for hunger on 93.3 WMMR. We'll be right back. Can we forget about the things I said when I was drunk? Preston and Steve's 25th Annual Camp Out for Hunger, supporting Phil Abundance at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Starting Monday, they'll be live from inside the Bimbo Bakeries USA broadcast tent. Hey gang, your support has always been amazing, and we're hoping you can help out again. Plus, we've missed your faces. Come enjoy some Dunkin' Coffee, have fun, and say hi. Donate non-perishable food items at our drive through drop-off with volunteers fueled by Pepsi or make a donation at WMMR.com and at the register of your local Acme Market. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Made possible by Event Quip, Phil Abundance, United Rentals, Equipment, Trucking and Warehousing, Republic Services, and UPS Rental, powered by SurePower. 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Uh, real quick, I'd like to read a text message, and we thank uh, those who always uh, get in touch. And I got this text that says, Fellow lady listener at campout and crushing on this fine woman in front of me, soon to realize she is taken by Preston. My bad, Presbo. He's talking about my wife who's right over there. <laughs> she is a fine specimen indeed. Fine woman. I will have to say that. So thank you. In fact, my, my family is here. Uh, my youngest, uh, Caroline, is observing the uh, uh, engineer who's uh, running stuff oh, nice. uh, from Bowder because... Uh, um, 
Uh, they run. Uh, she does the uh, uh, rock band at school, which oh, is cool. Oh, perfect. Wow. Looking into uh, doing that. There's Caroline in the back there, raising the hand. Thank you. Love ya, kid. All right. Um, uh, real quick, a couple of things to point out uh, this hour uh, is, well, you know what? We have our, it's, it's sponsored by our next guest who yeah. we have here. Yeah. Uh, so we're doing, we're getting a, a donation, and we would like to welcome, do we have, uh, wait, do we have music? No. Okay, play the music for our next guest. Here we go. Hey, hobo man. Hey, dapper Dan. You both got your style, but brother, you're never fully dressed without a smile. Oh, a smile. Smart arches. We would like to welcome Doctor O, who is here. Dentistry. A smile. We put a lot of work into. That was good. We wanted something that indicated the smile, and uh, that was perfect. How you doing, Doctor O? Doing great. Great to be here. Nice to see you. You know what? I I I love the the title, Doctor, but I would like to know what your first name is, if you don't mind. Simon. Oh, it's Simon. Yeah. Simon O. Correct. That's right. I like that. Simon. I might have something of yours right here. You check your back pocket. Seriously? Did you steal his wallet? I did. did. No, you stay right there. We have to positively identify this. By the way, there's a few dollars in here. I don't know if you guys noticed or not. No, you dropped your wallet in the parking lot. Oh, my God. Preston's been working his pickpocketing skills. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm sitting here. Rodney brought it over, and and it says says Simon O on this little post-it note. And I'm looking at our donator is Dr. O, and I'm like, hmm. (laughs) Preston, Kathy's panties. Oh! You just found Kathy's panties. Well, don't worry. Never. You never know what you find in the parking it's lot. Crazy of the camp out for I've lost underwear walking across the lot. It's you amazing. Know, it happens sometimes. <laughs> so, Doctor O, we're we're glad to reunite you with your wallet there, sir. Thank you so much. You <laughs> saved me a lot of anxiety. So, <laughs> did you even notice it was gone? I did notice it was gone. I was looking for it. All right, oh. good. Glad. And he was still going to get up and donate. I would have been running around like crazy trying to find my wallet. If this place, yeah. my wallet. Screw this. Yeah, but you're Money, credit cards and everything in there. <laughs> you didn't know that your donation was going to be about $150 more, did you? <laughs> uh, listen, I want to ask you, where is Smart Arches located? Yeah, so we have four locations currently, soon to be five. Uh, around Philadelphia, we have Media PA, uh, actually in the old uh, Y100 building. Y100 building, yes. yeah. Right. That's, yeah. Uh, that's one of our locations. Oh, uh, and so we have that. We have uh, Langhorne, Pennsylvania, Bartonsville, PA, Monroe, New Jersey, and soon to be King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Do me a favor. At the media location, go out on the roof and see if there is a round burn mark <laughs> where I tried to cook a, I tried to deep fry a turkey and lit it on fire. Okay. It might yeah. still be up there. In fact, we I'm going to go check it out. Yeah. We got a summons from there, I believe, from the fire department. The fire department was not happy about it. They wanted to charge us $1,000 for that. <laughs> they never did actually no, they, follow up on that, which cool. is very good of them. Uh, but no, Dr. O, uh, how long have you been uh, with Smart Arches? Yeah, so we uh, we started this concept about three years ago. Okay. Uh, and it's finally getting formalized this year. And so we're, we're really excited about a big launch. Uh, and the whole concept is to uh, provide affordable dental implants through technology. It's, are, are you it's an, amazing what they can do now. Yeah. yeah. Are you an owner partner of this or? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I'm, a, I'm one of the founders along with my partner, Dr. Thies. That's wonderful. And uh, they are actually sponsoring uh, our tent for this hour, which is wonderful. We can't put this event on without sponsors and uh, helping support this uh, with the funds we need to pay for this facility and the people that come and work here. So we thank you for your support in that regard. But it doesn't end there because you also want to donate too, correct? Correct. Uh, We are going to be donating 15,000 pounds of food this year. And 
I can't think of a more relevant charity to donate to because what we do is we put teeth back into people's mouths so they can eat, and you guys are providing the food. So this is just a perfect situation. You know, and for many people, that's, that's such a thing. That's such an important, obviously, uh, for whatever reason, they, maybe they got in an accident or something and they think they have no recourse. The state of technology right now and what can be done and in dentistry and in your particular uh, you know, special area, it's amazing. If you have any fears that there's nothing that can be done for you, you need to talk to you guys because there are a whole bunch of things. Absolutely. We can literally take somebody that looks uh, decrepit and looks yeah. like a, a low-level citizen and have them look like a lawyer the next day yeah yeah it's a one day day thing yeah no kidding yep it's it's minimally uh disruptive to your lifestyle yep uh and it's only four appointments to get it done all right when when people come in for a checkup or some work do you get occasionally get people who had just had lunch and they come right in (laughs) (laughs) of course uh, yeah of course so uh, to to your dentist do them a favor brush your teeth before you (laughs) go especially if you just put away a box of oreos yeah yeah (laughs) never that's Got to not look at it. And floss. And you know floss. what? Yeah. yeah. I take an enema as well. Yeah. Do, just in case, nowhere near. You're a very thorough I man. I want to be thorough. That's wonderful. Hey, uh, so real quick, on uh, Friday is Veterans Day, and you guys are doing something pretty special on Veterans Day. Can you talk about that? Yeah, that's correct. So this this Friday, uh, so Smart Arches is committed to giving back a full free mouth, a full mouth implant case uh, every quarter, and quarter four is dedicated to our veterans. And so this Friday, we're launching our our newly uh, renovated Langhorn location, and we're going to be giving away to a veteran a free full-mouth implant case, but also at the other locations, five free dental implants for veterans at the other locations as well. That's amazing. That's fantastic. All right. So... Uh, if people would like to find out information about uh, Smart Arches, I'm sure you have a website they can track down. Yep, you can go to smartarchesdental.com. Uh, you can get all the relevant information there along with the locations and the phone numbers. Uh, it's all up there. Excellent. Uh, thank you, Dr. O. We appreciate yeah. you coming by this morning, your support. Thank you guys very much. Your donation, Smart Arches. Now Doc- got his wallet. And now he has his wallet back. It would have been a bad day. It would have yeah. been a bad day. Somebody found, But somebody found it outside Look and at how turned it in. People are here, These are right? beautiful people that are here I away with it and started spending. Yeah, I know, right yeah. away. Because it's a doctor's it's wallet. It's a doctor, yes. I, no, well, here's the deal. I can't believe we had the wallet with all the cash in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that says a lot. That's kind of a thing that people do. They're like, well, I found your wallet, but there was no money in it. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. kind of a thing. Well, we're assuming yeah. all the cash was in it, but maybe a little bit of the cash you was got, gone. I don't know. a stipend doesn't yeah. hurt. Yeah. 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 A gratuity. finder's fee. Yes. A gratuity, if you will. <laughs> exactly. All right. Are we welcoming another guest in this particular segment, or uh, what are we doing here? Speaking of teeth. All right. Yeah. Um, who? I, I don't know. Oh, yes. Yeah. I see who we're welcoming this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Our good friend, you hear him, as he's, he's one of the best play-by-play guys in the business. Absolutely. It's not just this tent. And, <laughs> and his ability to weave in certain phrases into a broadcast without anybody noticing but us is amazing. From your Philadelphia Flyers, Mr. Jim Jackson! JJ! How are you? And the Flyers Charities Executive Director, Cindy Stutman, is here, too. Hi, Cindy. Hi, guys. Nice to see you today. Uh, we're having, uh, later on today, Jim, we're having a, uh, a Flyers uh, pep rally. I heard that. Gritty's stopping by. Yeah, Gritty can be the life of the party. I yeah. always forget about Gritty's squeaky hand, because uh, <laughs> when you go up to give him a high five, yeah. you're like, oh, my God, that thing squeaked. <laughs> He's got other things to squeak, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Well, it's uh, it's yeah. a urinary tract thing, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, how you doing? I knew I'm, you'd go there. 
<laughs> I've been great. How are you? We're, do we're doing I good. I missed these the last couple of years. I've, I know. Yeah. So oh. happy to be back. Finally back in full form. 25. Yeah, it's pretty wow. crazy. Congrats to you guys. Jim had asked me how long. He's like, you know, I know you've been doing this for 25 years, but how long have you guys been together? I'm like, 25 years. Yeah. This was our uh, the first year we were together. Yeah. Uh, we put on this event. It's a little bit smaller back then. <laughs> Sad. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's been a, an amazing ride, and it still goes strong. Yeah. And uh, I, I haven't seen you guys, I don't think, in person since you... We're in the Hall of Fame. That's correct, Fame. yes. Congratulations on that. Thank, Thank you. you. Are you a Hall of Famer like Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters nope. or anything? What? Uh, I'm a Greater Utica Sports Hall of Fame. Yeah! Greater Utica! My hometown. Utica, yeah. 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 Greater Utica. Uh, that I just went great. in there a couple months ago. So. Yeah, I just visited. Their museum is in a van. <laughs> I, mean, I think you're giving him too much credit. No, no. Uh, it's a uh, nice place. It's outside the van. It's outside the van. <laughs> Listen, obviously, uh, you know, hockey is your specialty, but you call baseball games as well yep. and have for a long time. And uh, I know I know, it's a refrain right now, uh, right on the back end of the World Series. But, uh, you know, we had Charlie Manuel yeah, earlier this morning. And we were just telling him how, how and, and he echoed the sentiment as well. Uh, that it was a great run, and it was so much fun to watch. I'm sure you were caught up in every bit of it, too. It was great. I mean, unfortunately, there were a lot of games. Phillies, Flyers were at the same time, so Jonesy would put the game up uh, on his iPad, and we'd be watching the Phillies while he's calling the Flyers. But it was an awesome run. It brought back great memories for me because from 07 to 11, you know, we were in the playoffs every year, and that place just rocks. And I saw Rob Thompson. He came to the, the Flyers opener, and, Got us underway, and uh, I said to him, they hadn't played a home playoff game yet at that point. They had just beaten St. Louis, right. and they had split down in Atlanta. And the next day, they had the first game against Atlanta, and I said, you have no idea what you're in for, that ballpark. <laughs> he said, it can't be that crazy. I said, it's that crazy, and it was that crazy. Yeah, so, yeah. I got to go to a few games, uh, JJ, in the postseason, and uh, for one of the games, there was a watch party in the Wells Fargo Center yes. you know, for Flyers fans to go and watch the Phils game. So yeah. it, we've talked about this several times, but the, the support from all of the organizations for the Phils is really cool and then it, it's it goes every way you know the Phils are now you know sending out on social media posts for the Flyers and stuff it, it's yeah. cool to see the town support and the union as well supporting yes. one another union too and it wasn't always that way right so it's it's great to see and in fact when Bryce hit the home run in the NLCS the Flyers were getting ready to have a game we had a, a lot of people in the bowl they put it on the screen so it was almost like being there and I said to Jonesy when Bryce came up, I said, he's hitting a home run right here. He said, you think so? He go, this moment was made for him. Wow. I had him drilling one into the triple deck, you know, the third <laughs> deck and right. But he took it the opposite way. But the bottom line is a moment nobody will ever forget. You yep. said that uh, it wasn't always that way. Why not? I don't know. There's a rivalry. Cindy might even be able to speak to this more than me. I mean, there's a rivalry within some towns. And there was, I think, in this town, there were certain organizations that maybe weren't quite as... Uh, amenable to it, but everybody seems to be on board now, right? Cindy, there's great cooperation. Yeah, I mean, I think with social media... you got to get closer oh, to the sorry. microphone. There you go. With social media, it just makes it so much easier, and it's such a... It might be your headphones. Uh, just you know, make sure they're untied. That's fine. Okay. Marissa's coming in to doctor this situation. She's Take gonna, care of things. Right away. gently cup your ears if you don't mind. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you got to get real right. close to the microphone. Most people think they need to be back here, but you got to, like, yeah. eat the mic. Right, Jim? I'm here now. There you go. Nice. Much, much better. Um, but anyway, you were saying... I was just saying with social media and, and how big everything is now, it's just so much easier, and it's such an easier platform for everybody to support each other. And look yeah. at the city of brotherly love, why, why not? You guys have always, especially the Flyers organization, always, I mean, we have very generous teams, and, and, and uh, but the Flyers always completely invested in, in charity programs and, and things throughout the year. And I was uh, thinking about that yesterday, yeah. Steve. I mean, uh, you know, Lawton and Joel Farabee and, and Tony D'Angelo came over yesterday yeah. in the afternoon. They did a can drop, but every single year, year after year, 
hear the Flyers represent themselves. Yep. JJ, you've been here many, many times. Yep. Drew, when he was on the team, came out year after year. I don't think they've, they've ever missed a year. I don't think so yeah. either. And, and so, Cindy, we're grateful to the team because you guys have always supported Camp Out for Hunger, and uh, it's never stopped. We're so happy to do it and happy to be here today with another giant check. Oh, oh a giant check. Uh, Should we, let's, let, let's yeah, do tell. Get that Band-Aid off. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's upside down. It's, Oops. There you go. I'm having See, my problem. It spins the same. It doesn't matter. It's all good. All right. I have a giant check here from Flyers Charities to fill abundance for $5,000. Oh, JJ's going to hold that up for the crowd to see. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, the Flyers Charities, uh, what, all, what all do you guys, you guys get behind a whole bunch of stuff. Do you have some dedicated uh, uh, funds that you contribute to? Yeah, we have three main causes. We, we donate to families in, impacted by cancer in our area, growing the game of hockey, and sustainability. Yeah. And so those are three areas that are important to us, and we try to give really impactful gifts um, throughout the area and make a difference to our neighbors and in the community. And, and like you guys uh, have, have been going through over the last couple of years, so have we. We haven't had a full camp out for, for three years, and the Flyers are now able to have people in attendance again, obviously, go to games, but also go to the charity events, including tonight and this weekend. Isn't that right? Yeah, so tonight we are dedicating our game to Flyers Charities, and we're going to um, showcase a lot of the good work that we do and also make a special announcement. Yes. Yeah. Special uh, announcement. Yes. Yeah. After, after three years of, you know, a lot of difficult times, uh, you know, our, our marquee event is the, the Flyers Charities Carnival, mm-hmm. and uh, tonight we'll announce the date, but it'll be back this year. Yes. Oh, awesome. Well, like this. That's a great event. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. awesome. And to, have the, to have it back in full vigor. I mean, having this, we haven't had this in a couple of years. It makes all the difference. And, J.J., you know, like, you know, Oscar Lindblom had a game back here this year as an, as an opposing player. And to see the Flyers' reaction to Oscar being back in the building, it was yeah. heartwarming. It was. I mean, Oscar's, uh, he's one of us. He may not be playing for us right now, but uh, we all feel like we kind of went through what he went through, although we did not. He certainly, obviously, had the brunt of it. But what a, a great person. And we'll always love Oscar. So, and, and as far as the Flyers' charity, I want to say this. I had an idea this summer. I just wanted to do it kind of low-key um, to, to sp- sponsor a family that's been affected by cancer at a Flyers game and have them upstairs in a booth. And Cindy and her staff just took the ball and ran with it. Now it's, uh, we're going to do it once a month. It's oh. Flyers' free, uh, press pass. almost said free pass. Uh, press pass. And, and we're going to do it once a month. And I can't thank you in person enough, I think, already, obviously, but uh, enough for how you guys just took the ball and ran with it. It's become a, a great program already. and It's going to be awesome yeah. to get up there and, and, and see that. And I mean, yeah, we yeah. put him in the booth. They get a Zamboni ride. Gritty, some players maybe. They get to see you put away a six-pack. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's coaching. I, I, I won't have them there, though, the game you guys give me a phrase because I'm sweating bullets trying to get that phrase in. So. But, uh, uh, you'd mentioned... We took that off, by the way, uh, yeah. the pandemic. <laughs> uh, you'd mentioned Oscar getting a, a great reception. We've got um, uh, G coming back this weekend. Yes. Uh, and I'm sure the same thing will happen with him. This town loves him. Claude Giroux. Yeah, he'll get a great response. I mean, uh, he spent a decade and a half here. Longest serving captain for the franchise. Um, you know, I expect it to be a great response. Um, he's going to be nervous. Uh, he said it. We just played him up in Ottawa. He was nervous for that game. But coming back here will be completely different for him. No, going to the other locker room, all that kind of stuff. So uh, it, it'll be a very interesting afternoon because once the game starts, he's the most competitive person I've ever been around. So he's going to want to win that game more <laughs> yeah. than anything. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure. He might get booed during the game if he does. <laughs> it only took him about two minutes and change to score against the Flyers up in Ottawa. So yeah. 
Uh, he might might get some booze once the game starts, but the, the tribute is before the game, right, Cindy? Before the game, yeah. So make sure if you're going, get there early because that will be special. What time do you recommend people get in the building when they go to a game, Cindy? Um, for Saturday? Yeah, whenever. If, if you're going to a game. game yeah. Oh, Saturday's the early game. That's yeah, right, Saturday's 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock so. Okay. So get there at 7 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, doors always open 90 minutes prior, and so I would encourage you to get there as early as you can. You're not rushing the, the building. There's been so many renovations. Yes. Yeah. It's awesome. It's true, yeah. Be able to look around and see all the new things. It's a different building than it was a few years ago. Have yeah. you guys seen the club level yet? No. We've heard it's no. awesome. It's unbelievable. It's unreal. I'm, yeah. looking, I'm looking walk, forward to that. I walked in for the opening night, actually, to go to the, the uh, reception, and the elevator opened. With it. I'd always taken that same elevator up, and it opened up, and I'm... Where am I? <laughs> it looks totally different. It's really gorgeous. Is that the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> nice. Well, listen, thank you so much for the uh, generous donation. We're excited to uh, hand that over to Phil Abundance and uh, add it to the collection, and uh, hopefully we're going to get a great week. I think it's looking really, really good. Yeah, you guys, great, great job with this. Thanks. And we'll be, we'll be ready for the Flyers tonight. We're having yeah, the pep rally today at 430. Yeah. So thank you, Jim Jackson and Cindy Stutman. from your Philadelphia Flyers. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for being thank here you. today. All right, Casey, question. Yeah. We doing the bizarre file here? Yes, sir. All right, let's do that right now. Ryan, please. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. Yeah. All right, going to keep this one kind of short. All right, it's brought to you today by the iconic Lorenzo and Sons Pizza, Philadelphia staple with locations in Westchester, in Xfinity Live, and in Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Visit LorenzosWestchester.com. Uh, Walt Disney World calls itself the most magical place on Earth, but one visiting fugitive must have felt cursed when his trip to the resort ended in a stroke of mind-blowing bad luck. Uh, Quashan Burton from New York had been on the run from the law since November 2021, and United States Postal Inspection Service officer tried to arrest him over an alleged identity theft scheme used to seal about $150,000 of federal COVID loans, ah. but he wasn't at his home in Brooklyn. Burton's mother informed the officer or some would not be self-surrendering. So, Federal Postal Inspector Jeff Andre, who signed the complaint against Burton, wrote that Burton had built uh, a complex web of identities that made his crimes difficult to investigate. Well, fast forward to October 20th, just recently, and Andre's on vacation at Disney World in Florida. In the resort's animal kingdom, Andre spotted this guy, Burton, recognizing him from his distinctive H tattoo on his neck. Uh Andre then alerted the Orange County Sheriff's Office that the fugitive was in the park. Uh, The staff and the resort tracked him before a deputy arrived, found him waiting at a bus stop outside of the Animal Kingdom with two family members. He said, I advised Quashan that I needed to speak to him about the possible suspicious activity he was involved in, and he questioned why he needed to provide his identification. Later, I advised him he was the subject of a warrant, and when I attempted to secure him, he began tensing up, embracing his arms. I informed him multiple times to place his hands behind his back, and he refused. They eventually took him to the ground, and they got this guy at Disney World. It was Minnie Mouse that tased him. Oh, my God. For real. Listen, they're ready for anything at Disney. Uh, But he was handed into federal custody, so his vacation was cut short. That's great. A burglary attempt sent a man first to the hospital and then to jail in Franklin, Ohio on Wednesday morning. Police said that uh, they were called to a home after a homeowner said he shot at a burglar. Uh, According to the victim, he said, "I I got a shot off at him. He was coming right towards me. So the victim's nephew says that his uncle is partially blind and had just gotten home from the hospital Tuesday evening. The victim said, I don't know if I hit him or not. 
Uh, police, with the assistance of K-9, followed a trail of blood down an alleyway, and they found Jeffrey Carl hiding in a shed around the corner. Give him the gun. He's blind. Uh, that shed is owned by a friend of Carl named Joe Lewis, and Lewis said, my reaction was, damn, somebody <laughs> shot that boy in the ass. <laughs> Carl's no stranger either and told the victim uh, that uh, he told and told police the victim was an uncle pretty much. And he said he broke into the victim's house when he you know, did. he's kind of an uncle. Because uh, he thought the victim would still be in the hospital. Lewis said, he ain't no dangerous person. He just got issues like all us do. It's a direct <laughs> quote, by the way. Oh, my God. Kind of an uncle, kind of my sister. Uh, those issues uh, include a history of drug and weapons charges. The victim's family said uh, before he was shot, Carl stole guns and music equipment from the victim. Lewis said, I'd have never suspected that because he's never touched a thing here ever. And we got $1,000 sticks in there. Huge. <laughs> the hell does that mean? $1,000 sticks? You want some gum? Yeah, so we got $1,000 sticks in there. Huge. <laughs> Carl was taken to the Are medical you fan of sticks? medical center and then to jail because he was shot, as uh, the man said, in the ass. Yeah. Uh, up to 55 El Paso high school students may have to retake their SATs no. because the exams flew out of a UPS truck. Oh, my God. oh man. <laughs> I'd freak the hell out. These, <laughs> they're still not done digitally? Uh, I guess not. Oh the senior class was called into a meeting where it was confirmed that some of the tests were compromised. Counselors are providing affected students with waivers to take the ACT college entrance exam at no cost. The college board is also working with students, and UPS apologized to the school. Um, according to UPS, the statement read, Our employees are working to recover as many tests as possible, and we will work with the school to resolve the situation. So we took our, we were always advised to take the SATs twice, right? Did, yeah. did you take them twice? I assume the, you said it was the ACT, Preston? Uh, I think it was the SAT and the ACT, okay, maybe. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. Ah, hell. Ah, hell. I, I took that thing hell. one time, and I was like, I'm never doing that. Oh, it was horrible. Awful. Yep, what, like three hours long, something Hated ridiculous it. like that? And I was an awful test taker. Me too. Yep. All right, and there you go. That's what we're going to wrap up the Bizarre File with. All right, I think we have another break to take. Yes, and we're going to come back. we got uh, music news, trash, lesson question, all that stuff. And the Camp Alpha Hunger continues on. Jameson on stage. We'll be back with more on MMR. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. On the President Steve Show, we are here on a Tuesday morning. Yeah! Jameson, our house band Jameson here performing an uh, amazing high energy set. 
And what you have to understand is, is we're coming to the end of a segment. I keep looking over here, and I keep telling Frank, I'm like, all right, we got like two minutes left. And he has to decide how much longer are we going to drag gonna... out the repeat ending of 500 Miles from the Proclaimers. So we did like a five-and-a-half-minute version of a two-minute song. Oh, by the way, oh, it was awesome. I loved it. It's now 5,000 miles. But what I... Yeah. But what I didn't realize is they changed that from the da 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 da. They changed that to shot of vodka. That's what oh, they were singing. I, I, nice. <laughs> Hence the shirt over here, shot of vodka. So I love that. So thank you guys. And that's uh, that's Anthony who's wearing that playing the bass back here. Uh, Jameson, yeah. Jameson's an awesome, awesome band. Please go see them live. You can check their website, jamesoncr.com. One of the big events they have coming up is December 17th at the Keswick Theater, uh, an American Celtic Christmas. That's going to be a party. Uh, so make sure you go. Hey, I want to mention a group of people uh, that have been able to come back here. The last couple of years, they weren't able to make it. Of course, we had uh, COVID to deal with, and we had limited capacity, but they come out every year. Uh, the HMS School for Children with Cerebral Palsy. We love these yes. guys. Wow. Thank you guys for being here. They bring uh, some of the students and some of the caregivers and the teachers and all that stuff. Uh, really special, awesome group of people who come out every year. So we love you guys, and we thank you uh, for making a trip out here once again today. Um, and their website is hmsschool.org if you want to check that out. Uh, I also want to mention uh, our hourly sponsor. This hour is sponsored by friends at Comcast Business. Every day in business is a big day. Comcast Business will keep you ready for what's next. So thank you guys there. All right, so are we just doing uh, business here, Case? Yes, okay, we got a lesson question we're going to ask. We're going to give away a case of Victory Brewings, uh, new 6% hazy IPA brotherly love, a beer with purpose. And Nick did send over some questions. I didn't get, <laughs> I didn't get a chance to look at these. There's a few good ones. All right. After, after, all right, let's go to this. After a deer escaped in a Pennsylvania mall, what kind of promotional giveaway should the mall have organized? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. After a deer escaped in a Pennsylvania mall, what kind of promotional giveaway should the mall have organized? If you were listening, call now, 215-263-WMMR, and we'll see if you can uh, get the prize that we have. While we're doing that, while we're waiting for your call, let's do the trash. Here we go. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, this morning it is brought to you by Monster Mania. Yeah. Biggest names in horror at Monster Mania Con 52. That'll be at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center this weekend in Oaks, PA. Tickets are available online at monstermania.net. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Britney Spears is speaking out about her writing process as she puts together her memoir. Spears says step one was finding out what memoir means. Oh, my Bad Baby, a.k.a. Daniel Bregoli. This is true. Recently a guest speaker at Oxford University. Bregoli was a last-minute replacement for theoretical physicist Leonard Susskind. So. And finally, a new expose, this is weird, reveals the four things King Charles never travels without when leaving England. Charles always has a fidget spinner, one of his match, matchbox cars, a signed Dan Cortese poster, and a baggie filled with Fruit Loops. Aw. <laughs> that's how he travels, and that's your uh, Hollywood track. All right, we will uh, see if we can get an answer to today's lesson question, and it is as follows. After a deer escaped in Pennsylvania Mall, 
What kind of promotion giveaway should the mall have organized? 215-263-WMMR is the number. And we are going to go to, let's go to Mike, who we have on the line. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning. All right, Mike, what kind of a promotional giveaway should the mall have organized? That would be the Big Bucks giveaway. Yes, Big Bucks giveaway. You are correct, sir. Mike, hang on the line. Got yourself a case of Victory Brewing's new 6% Hazy IPA Brotherly Love, a beer with purpose, now available in six packs and 12 packs at a retailer near you. Uh, to learn more about this beer and its mission, you can visit victorybeer.com slash brotherly love. Cheers. All right, got some music news stories. Here we go. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. <laughs> Wow. Uh, brought to you by, here in this room. by the American Red Cross, proud sp- uh, supporter of uh, Camp Out Hunger. Make a difference in the lives of others. Give blood through the American Cross to help hospital patients. You can visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. So Ozzy Osbourne having second thoughts about leaving the United States. Uh, he said he was going to do that back in September. Uh, he had said that he was fed up with America and that his family was heading back to England because of a string of mass shootings in the U.S. He said, everything's effing ridiculous there. I'm fed up with people getting killed every day. God knows how many people have been shot in school shootings. Uh, but it seems that he has had a change of heart. Uh, during what, an in- what prompted that? An interview with The Observer, he said, I'm getting a bit of flack from people. To be honest with you, if I had my way, I'd stay in America. I'm an American now. I gave a bit of context for the decision, uh, saying that his wife, Sharon... Getting fired from the talk was one of the reasons that the couple no longer wanted to live in the States. As previously reported, Sharon defended her friend, TV personality Pierce Morgan, who had made disparaging comments about Meghan Markle. He said, my wife got called a racist on the talk. Uh, she's absolutely not a racist. Her friend is Pierce Morgan. She didn't say, I agree with him. She just respected his ability to have freedom of speech. And that's all she said. And she got a lot of flack from that. So we actually had to have armed guards and all that. So is he staying or is he going? I don't know. I can't tell. I think that clears it all yeah. up right there. Uh, uh, to be honest, I think he's going to go. Yeah, so I'm not really sure. Uh, uh, Megan Markle. He's somehow having a uh, second. Uh, I need to ask a, a question. Uh, there's a chicken in the room. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that in the back. I, and, don't, I don't know. Is there a... Is there correlation, you think? Is, is, there, is there a Gene Simmons connection to the chicken or... No. Okay. No, it's you, just a chicken. You just felt like dressing like a chicken today. Uh, All right, uh, fair enough. Yes. Gene Simmons, the chicken. beloved. The chicken nodded its head. Fernando. Charles. This is a, uh, a constant memorial to the five million chickens. Devin. Killed in a fire. Mr. Yellows. In, uh, last year. Five million chickens died in a fire. And all the names Won't you please give are being read by Gene Simmons in oh. memory of those five million chickens. Oh, look, the crying. chicken is sad. Uh, I'm sorry. Have you ever seen a chicken cry? I have not. I have one. Oh, did you lose a family member in that fire? No, I, I just couldn't perform. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, if five million, the likelihood, it's, isn't it if I mean degree, five million degrees of a chicken? Hold on, let's change tone here for just a moment, uh, uh, because we can't, we can't have a sad chicken in the tank. No, 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 it's crying. Uh, so, hang on a second. Are you, think, are you doing what I'm thinking? Hey, well, maybe. It, it all depends on what we can find here. Hang on, this might fix things. Uh, get get one, ready. Hold on one moment. 
Come on. Casey's trying to get this. Okay. Uh, He's writing code. Yeah, that's all he's doing. Is it here? Turn that chicken frown upside down. Love to hear percussion. You ready? <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh my God. I never know yes. what you'll see here. <laughs> yes. And the crowd is joining in, by the way. <laughs> oh my God. Somehow the, the loss of five million doesn't seem so bad now. Do we have the one that speeds up? Oh, do that. No, I don't. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys. That wonderful well tribute done, chicken. to the chicken. Okay. <laughs> Take a bow. Take a bow, chicken. No, they don't want to. They're they're, they're humble, uh, Nick. So, <laughs> All right. oh. don't be ridiculous, Nick. Did you hear about the chicken walking through the park? No, it was battered. Hey! hey! Yeah! <laughs> All right. Let's see if the chicken can do this one. Are you ready? <laughs> We're not done. No, not this no, that, one. Give me something more difficult. All right. All right, chicken. Are you ready? We have a Macarena dancing chicken in our tent right now. All right. Okay. Slide. Hang on. All right. The, the, the chicken barely knows the Macarena. You think they're going to know the electric slide? I have faith in the chicken. All right. Let's... All right, chicken. Electric slide. You know the electric slide? Depends on how old the chicken is. Okay. The, the chicken looks confused. <laughs> doesn't know the electric slide. No, it's just, okay. The chicken's just running in place. All right, Marissa is now instructing the chicken how to do the... <laughs> Marissa's now doing the electric slide. Oh, my... Yeah! Yes! Yeah. Awesome chicken. I think the chicken might be too young. It's a tender chicken. Nice job, chicken. Okay. Uh, okay. That's a first. Yeah. Uh, is it? Yeah, I guess no, so. Oh, no. Oh, no. A chicken doing the Macarena? Yeah. <laughs> you do this one? <laughs> I don't even have to describe this. You know what's happening. All right. Yeah, give it up for the chicken, everybody. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> and he's sad again. Sonia. Oh, Sven. Okay. Tico. You know, Lamar. I've seen a lot of things at this event. <laughs> but that was awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, Metallica saluted late Megaforce Records founder John Johnny Z Zazula and his wife, uh, Marsha Zazula, at a special show on Sunday at Hollywood. At the uh, Hard Rock Live at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Uh, the band had honored the couple by performing only selections from the band's first two albums uh, that were released on that uh, record label, Megaforce, 1983's Kill 'em All, 1984's Ride the Lightning, as a further nod to the band's early uh, champions, Raven, also originally uh, signed to Megaforce back in the day, opened the show. Johnny Z, uh, they said, uh, had died in February at the age of 69. Complications of a rare neuropathic disorder called CIDP uh, and uh, COPD as well. So he was uh, pivotal in getting Metallica Apparently, yeah. yeah. And she had died in January of uh, cancer last year. Aww. So portion of the proceeds for the show are being donated in uh, Johnny and Marsha's name uh, to Music Cares with Metallica's charity, All Within My Hands, once again supporting uh, Feeding South Florida 
with a donation following show. All right, and one last thing, and I have not seen this yet, and I meant to, but we didn't have time. We're so busy here today. Uh, there's apparently a, uh, a video. Of a dancing chicken? No, uh, but it's like a mock video. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's a mock yeah. uh, video that's making the rounds of Paul McCartney and producer Rick Rubin seeming to rock out while they're remixing Smash Mouth's 1999 hit Pop Star. Wow. And it's apparently the latest work of YouTube comedians uh, Twister and Jumanji who recut McCartney and Rubin when they were revisiting the Beatles session tapes as part of that Grammy-nominated McCartney 321 miniseries. So they're sitting there mixing and they're dancing around. They're digging the music, but they're playing this in the background. It's supposed to be pretty funny. I like that. Uh, Thanks to the recut, the pair now are seen rocking and sharing their amazement uh, in the news sessions, uh, not only to the 90s earworm, but also then they delve into Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up. So I have a feeling McCartney might, if it's... Uh, Find it funny? Yeah, and if it's it's a a toe tapper, he would be into it. He might think it's a whoopsie doodle do. Whoopsie doodle? Yes. Good? Yes. I was at uh, sort of the craziest thing. I saw a chicken doing jump around. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) But those things happen, you know. (laughs) They do. Absolutely. Sometimes you just come across a chicken. Sometimes you're going down, taking a ride on the tube, and there's a chicken. Yeah, dancing. Dancing. Nonetheless. Nonetheless. Yes. So, all right, anyhow, that's it. That's the last item. Oh, is that up on your screen now? Yeah, music news. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think it needs the uh, it needs the oh, the, okay. the audio to they, to go along with it. Apparently, that. they just added one press in earlier today of them dancing to Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this is going to be a thing yeah, now. A thing yeah, now. Yeah. All right, yeah, I love it. That. I love it. All right, there you go. That's our last item in music news. We have one more break to take, so we're going to do that now. When we come back, Pierre Robert will be in our yeah. studio, and he continues on. Camp out for hunger goes on all day long. Come and see us. We'll be back on MMR. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see him too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Hey, Window Nation brings the best of the home show savings right into your home. You can get two free windows with every two you buy with no limit, plus pay no interest for 60 months. Go to windownation.com slash home show and use their free virtual visualizer to see how their window options will look on your home. But hurry, these once a year home show savings end soon. Get two windows free with every two you buy and pay no interest for five full years. Call today, 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com slash home show. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Ninety-three-three WMMR, Everyday Rocks. Camp out for hunger with the Preston and Steve Show. Our second day. That's Jameson! Yeah! Our house band this morning on the Philly Pretzel Factory stage and tearing it up. And... A little assistance from one of our former interns. She's working here on the promotional side. Uh, that was the redhead Aaron back there yeah. doing the step dancing. And, I, dude, I would have passed out from that. She was oh, yeah. going. Joined by Gina, too. Yeah. yeah, Gina got up there and did that, too. So that was uh, that was pretty awesome. So uh, thank you, Jameson, for being here today. You guys are wonderful. You're the best. We love, love, love you guys. Thank you to Frank, John, Alice, Sean, Anthony, and Paul. Please look for them. 
on um, on all social media, uh, Instagram and Facebook mainly, Jameson CR. What does CR stand for, by the way? What is it? Celtic Rock. That's perfect. All right. And they're also... Turn it up. Oh, is that Celtic Rock? <laughs> uh, Jameson CR. Dot com. So we thank those guys for being here year after year after year. By the way, I found a little little report. Uh, the chicken back there, the chicken's only 12 years old. That, well, that's why the chicken would not know the, the Macarena. Didn't know the Macarena, yeah. didn't know the, uh, uh, the electric slide, and so on. So sorry about that, chicken, but we didn't know you were just a... a just a babe in the woods. Yeah, babe in the woods. I was going to say young cock, but he's only 12 years yeah, old. Yeah, so. can see that, yeah. It's a male chicken. Yeah, Look at him. It's got a did the, what are this what's the thing on the head called? Testicles. No, oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, somebody's holding up a sign that says I have three testicles. So. Uh, <laughs> Welcome well, to the tent, 12-year-old. Yes. <laughs> uh, today was a lot of fun. It was. Uh, yesterday was fun. Today was a lot of fun. So uh, I enjoyed a whole lot of things about today. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yes. Give it up. Uh, See how I feel tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you poor guy. got right. Yeah, thank you to Betty's, by the way, who provided the um, uh, the apparatus, which is called Meltdown, and it's like a it's like a, a, a wipeout type of uh, game where yeah. you get knocked around. And we always call it Betty's. It's B E T T E. Is that Betty's or is that, Be- is that well, Betty's? Betty Davis spelled it that way. Okay, but did she? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Betty's, what's the official name? Amusement? Uh, Betty's Party Rentals and then Betty's Fun Center okay. on Dutton Mill Road in Aston. Uh, if, if you're doing some sort of event, oh. you got to check them out. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have two different rooms as well. They have, like, one gigantic room and then they um, that you can do, like, you know, uh, parties uh, and then a private party, a smaller room. <laughs> and in that private room, yeah. they have, like, a basketball court and oh, stuff. Wow. Yeah, it's That's great. Awesome. It's really uh, great. Great having live music from G Love today. Jim Jackson stopped by. Uh, Charlie Manuel with a surprise yeah. uh, guest appearance as well. Uh, and, uh, you know, everybody, we try to give as much love and all the plugs as we can to everyone. And uh, uh, so we're doing the best as we can. There's a lot of people involved with this event. Well, when uh, you hear a name or you hear anybody that's associated with this or anybody that's come down or any business, if you can, support them because they, they help us out immeasurably. And the yeah. stuff that they do all year round means everything. Absolutely. And give some love to Pierre Robert, yeah. who is here as well. Ladies and gentlemen, there he is. Man of the people. Yes. He's waving as he works his way across the stage, greeting his fine people. Over here, sir. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Pierre Robert has taken my people. You're good at Not that. that big of a jerk. <laughs> Happy Election Day, sir. Happy Election Day to one and all. I have two great pieces of news. Number one, it's Election Day. So get out and vote. If you haven't voted, go from here to vote. Whoever you vote for, it just it's such a great thing. It's not a requirement, but I think it's a responsibility. And it's so cool. That's the first piece of good news. And it's joyous when you do it. You press the button, you do it. And younger people particularly, 18 to 35, who tend to not vote, get out and vote. That's my uh, first piece of good news. My second piece of good news (laughs) is by the end of today, we will be done with those god-awful commercials that we... Yes! It's unbelievable. And that alone. 
I, I mean, no matter what side you on, it's going to piss you off, right? Yep. And and they're not. Uh, and sometimes you'll have opposing sides in the same commercial block. You can't, by the way, get away from it in any media. It's on social media. It's on TV. It's on every radio. Dude, but, it's on my phone. Like, I mean, texting me. Anybody else get texts constantly? I have not gotten those. How the hell did that happen? I, and as I've said, judging by they all come in and the commercial staggered, it seems that everyone is a scumbag. Yeah. So right. Right. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and we can go forward with kindness. We can disagree with each other, but we can like each other. Well said. And, um, and you know. Uh, Are you announcing your candidacy for 2024 right I, now? You got well, my Pierre Robert. Because I don't know how long this kick will last. So um, <laughs> the thing is, I think I could run for mayor and win. Yes, you could. But there's a really important caveat. Then I would go, now what the F do I do? Right. Start but small. The, th the last thing on those commercials, um, for if yeah, I've mentioned this a few times, not often, but we're required to run them by law. Yes. So Bill Burns, our great sales manager, was uh, talking with me about it. So, you know, if, if Steve is running campaign A and Preston's running campaign B, if it's a national office like Senate, which is the ones we've been running, we're required as a station to take them. We can't say no to Steve campaign right. A or Steve or Preston campaign B. We have to take them. So as painful as they have been, our thank you and uh, uh, for your patience. <laughs> apologies and thank you for your patience in sitting through them. By the end of today, you won't hear them anymore. Do you know what I, I propose for the next uh, political cycle? At the end of the opposing spot, they should have the, the candidate that is being torn apart say i'm so and so and i approve of this commercial right just for a good chuckle right, right. yeah right. yeah it would all be good well there <laughs> or, was that movie uh with robert Red redford the uh the the senator or the candidate yeah, yeah it's a great movie and and he he starts out very inexperienced and he wins at the end and he turns to his campaign manager and everyone's running around him congratulating and he goes what do I do now? Yeah, right. now what? And that was the last line of the movie. I like yep, that. Yep. Anyway. Either that or see if they could all went, end with sha-la-la-la. Sha-la-la-la. <laughs> I like that. That would make it better. That would be, um, you know, it would make you feel kind of good if that happened, but I'm not holding out hope. Uh, so, Pierre Robert is here to give us a letter of the day, correct? I am, and I will. All right, let's hit it, Ryan. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. E as in elevation. All right, and we have... Love it. <laughs> We're going to give away... I'm more Tinkleman. We're going to give away beer for a year, courtesy of Victory Brewing Company. They're giving you 12 cases of brotherly love, hazy IPA. Aimed at giving back to the city of Philadelphia. You can drink beer and do good with Victory Brewing Company. So, you have uh, you have the day before you, sir. I have a day, and it's a double shot Tuesday, first of all. Secondly, of all, I have great workforce blocks, Alice in Chains. Uh, also, uh, Corey Glover had a birthday from Living Color, so we're going to do a block. They played the camp out one year they here. They did. Uh, and they destroyed. They were phenomenal. Yeah, they were amazing. amazing. I loved G's set, by the yeah. way. Yeah. I mean, you guys have had some great musical acts. One year, one, one year I tried to combine some of them. We don't have all of them saved. And just do a, a block of some of the people who've played here and their performance here. Because you've had some great ones. Yeah. But, uh, and we're uh, actually having some more this week, Casey. Who's, who's with the band coming down? Yeah, Starcrawler's going to be here tomorrow. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, Very sweet. Um, but I love G's set. G yeah. Love was great. Uh, so we'll have Living Color. 
And uh, finally, is it uh, to what we were talking about? And I'll get into a block of election songs. There's a lot of really patriotic, fun songs about getting involved in voting, and we'll uh, conclude the blocks with that. Nice, excellent. All right, uh, I'm going to take this moment to. By the way, are you? Do you guys want to play another one? Or are you are you done? Because you're kind of everybody's got their instruments on and uh, play a song. Do on the you way know, out? Hello Dolly. <laughs> It's beautiful. That's a voting song. Who doesn't? Who doesn't know Hello, Dolly? Just checking. All right, so just a heads up. We'll be, uh, uh, Jameson will play a song on the way out, and then we'll come down and say hello to everybody who wants to say hi, take pictures, something like that. So I want to thank our sponsors real quick. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Markets Fresh Foods, local flavors. Also brought to you by Monster Mania 52 this weekend in Oaks, PA. Tickets at monstermania.net. And also by uh, Horizon Services. Heater service for just $79 with a free carbon monoxide check. You can book fast at horizonezbook.com. Uh, tomorrow on our program, we will do the Papa Shot Championship. As Casey said, Starcrawler will be performing live. Our friend uh, Jennifer Frederick from Fox Good Day will be here, and I'm sure we'll get outside and do some stupid things. Oh, of too. course we will. Come by, ride the ride, see Pierre Robert. Uh, also, uh, Brett Porsche will be here this afternoon. A Flyers um, pep rally at 4.30 will be taking place. Gritty. Yeah. Gritty will be here in anticipation of the game tonight, so there's a lot of things still for you to come out and be a part of it. Of course, donating to the Camp Out for Hunger is priority number one. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have yourself a great day, and we'll leave you with Jameson. Take care. Bye-bye, guys. See ya. Steve. All 93.3 WMMI.